All right, Neil's back. Hope you had a great week. Yeah, I did. What'd you do? Had a real. Uh, what do you mean? What did I do? What What does that mean? What did I do? I wasn't uh, on the air. Oh, you know that. I was in Niagara Falls uh, last weekend, not this past, but the previous weekend. Kicked some serious ass. Yeah. Hit three thousand on the same machine twice. You ever hear that? Mm, I don't know. In about two hours. Well, what do you know? And I can barely hear you again. Are we back up to that old crap again with people potching with that board in there? I think it's Robert Grieper. I think, I think, the, uh, how much is it going to cost for a hitman to take care of his ass? No, seriously, you and I can chip in 50% each. All right. Like Eight bucks. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll send you a lot more than that. So you didn't travel? Well, Niagara Falls, it's about not all that far. No, I was right here having a wonderful week. Good. Sometimes it's nice Maybe to Maybe Lenny Martez is in there potching around with a board again. I don't know what the hell's going on. I haven't seen Lenny. Now, he was in there last week uh, playing with the board while uh, George was trying to do a show, giving, like, extra sound effects. Kind of like uh, like that one, only much louder. Oh, listen to that phone. It doesn't uh-huh. sound too good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a technical problem, folks. I'm going back to Niagara Falls. I'm going back to Fallsview. Well, they sure treat you great in those places, you know yeah, you like that place, I know. I love it. Oh, what a beautiful! I mean, yeah, it's a year old. It's brand new. Every room overlooks the falls. It just—they uh, treat you great. Food is sensational. They pick up the tab for everything. Not this week, but next week I'll be at Caesars in the. Oh, you are. You're. You're on. You know something? I'm on Mars, and you're on uh, Uranus. I mean, you're like on another part of the universe. That's how low they got the level in there. What? What is? Can't we ever get this straightened out? Just one time, okay? Uh, just like he said in The Godfather. Just this one time, KL. Let's ask me about my business. Just one time. Can we get this back to where it's supposed to be again? Who can say? What the hell is going on there? A technical disaster. By the way, let me give you the rating. It's a, next Monday is the first of May. Yes. Let me give you the. And you're still like uh, nothing has changed. You're still like in the twilight zone. Let me give you the rating so far. The new regime there. It's oh. that's it. Or if you want to put a decimal, it's oh. point oh. Yeah. God, these people. You thought the previous regime was uh, bad. These people are clueless. Clueless. Goldie's been doing most of the 2 o'clock shows. Am I going to assume something from that? I don't know. I sure hope not. I see, you know, I see your buddy Clarence there, your protege. I don't want to put it off on your big fat shoulders, but your protege there, he's the chigger in the woodpile. Clarence. Him and his buddy uh, Robert are running the joint. And now that's why we get... So we took that poll on the show, and Geldy did very poorly as far as who they want to hear 2 to 4. Very poorly. Who won? So that's why we get... Now that hockey season's over, they got to stick him in there somewhere. So we got three days of Geldy this week and one day of uh, Totem Pole Bo. I asked Clarence before we came in there. Uh, I said, well, I, you know, I'll come back after vacation. Is anything going on? Not yet. Not yet. In other words, we're still fumbling our way along. It's the 1st of May next Monday already, you know? It's the 1st of freaking May. The year is, the year is like uh, passing us by. Sometimes I feel like life is passing us by, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I feel... Myself. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Oh. Sometimes I feel myself... 
So thank God we got a Marlin uh, Cub game on Wednesday afternoon. We only get 15 minutes off. It's at 145, the pregame. At least that'll preclude. Oh, no, I see. He's on after the game. He's everywhere, man. He's like a disease now. I think pretty soon uh, that sound is going to be in our transmitter. That Yeah. <laughs> Call up the people at Riddit. See if we can't get the termites out of our transmitter. It's got to be termites making that sound. So i got to tell you about a really fascinating email I got. Not so fascinating, but just uh, amusing in a sixth sense from Joe Bell while I was in the middle of my vacation week. I don't know about you, but when I'm on vacation, I don't want to hear about that place. I yeah. know, unless, unless they sold it and they're going to pay me off or they're let it burn to the ground, something important. you know. Other than that, leave me alone. I'm on vacation. Yep. I'm so I'm you email you. in the middle of the week from Joe Bell to tell me that George's deal, which uh, Norm Kent had to threaten them with uh, physical uh, punishment, with like uh, capital punishment to get them to, to get off their ass and do something, uh, George's deal is uh, just about done, and they got this, and bada-beep, bada-boop, retroactive to the first of the year. And and then number two, uh, and by, it was a copy of an email he sent to Norma Kent, and he said, by the way, we're still very interested in extending Neil's contract. <laughs> Let me just ask you this. I've got nearly three years left on the present deal, okay, which is, seems like an eternity when you get to be this age. Three long Congress years. What, what kind of a mental institution would they have to You remember Bellevue? <laughs> They'd have to put me in Bellevue and give me, like, uh, remember in uh, Cuckoo's Nest they were giving everybody lobotomies? I think that's what they would have to give me is a lobotomy if I were to, like, uh, re-up with that place based on what I've seen so far the first uh, few months of this new regime. Well, what is this man thinking about? What has he shown us so far? It's almost the first of May, so far that would indicate I'd want to like extend my obligation with him. What has he shown us? Rectum. Well, yeah, that. Now maybe you're seeing something that I'm not. You know, maybe uh, maybe you can fill me in. You got me. <laughs> Come on, there's got to be something besides besides that. We already had that before. We had that beefo. Well, maybe Defoe. You know, sometimes I'm thinking Defoe, uh, as corny as he is, maybe he's not all that bad. Anything rather than no! Jesus God. So you want to have the naked pictures? I'm guarantee you. So for the I'll right price, you. would you extend? I beg your pardon. For the right price. I'm going to tell you, they would have to make me an offer that I couldn't refuse. It would have to be uh, so fantastic with a gigantic signing bonus and paying my rent here and just. Uh, I mean, you bring me a limo service to Niagara Falls every weekend. Uh, that, it's not going to happen. I'm going to make him an offer. Kind of yeah, I'm waiting. Sounds like a pretty good deal. What? Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just holding my breath for that to happen from these cheap bastards. So they, they just, they're hanging on to me like, uh, I, I don't know, like what? Just hanging on tenaciously like, oh, geez, we just can't let him slip away. You know, it's pathetic. But just don't worry about Mo Green. I'm going to make him an offer I can't, he can't refuse. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you saw Mo. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. I was never going out with cheerleaders. <laughs> <coughs> you just don't come to Las Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like, like that. Like that. Great stuff. Yeah. Oh, isn't it amazing? I can remember just about every line in there. Bob Lee, who... Don't is. ever... Take sides of anyone outside the family again. Bob Lee says you can never go wrong quoting The Godfather. Really? Who the hell is uh, Bob Lee? Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Bob Lee is the host of Sports uh, Center on Bob. Sunday mornings. Oh, the I know. Called outside the, the fat line. face, yeah. He's good. He's very good. Is he good? Oh, if he's on ESPN, he might be okay. Of course, they got everybody on. Yeah. 
Now that we had ESPN two and three. Oh, and let me tell you something. I know you don't. You hate NBC like poison, and rightfully so, because of their horse racing abortions. Yeah. The, anything with an H, I guess they can't handle because now they're doing the hockey playoffs. Although OLN is doing a much better job, and of course TSN and CBC and whatever. But NBC, man, they are clueless. They've, they've got the, the the color guys. Seriously, I'm getting a headache. Pop, 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 pop. It's like they're all like John Davidson. I'm sure you know John Davidson. JD, JD. Yeah, I, they, I know. Him. You know, he's getting paid by the word. And now all of them are doing that. Uh, Clement and all these other. Pop, 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 pop. It's like they're doing a running commentary, and whoever's doing the play-by-play, they, they might as well not even be there. Pop, 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 pop. You know. And somebody ought to tell Chris Cuthbert that when you're broadcasting in America, nobody wants to hear you say against. Okay. Nobody in America says against. Jesus, God Almighty, silly Canuck, get with it. Against. You know, half the... They're, they're clueless, man. NBC, they, they must be run by the same... The Beasleys must have their finger in that. I don't Does it sound so. like I'm worked up today or something? Yeah. Well, I am, because I... We've had a week to every, do that. Every day we do the crossover, and i got to spend the first three minutes screaming about how I can barely hear you. We never used to have that problem. Everything no. was just fine. Uh-huh. Well, they haven't changed the technical people here. No, they just uh, got Lenny Martest in, and they're reading the newspaper and putting dial tones on here. I guess you didn't hear about that last week, huh? No. In the middle of Georgia's show, all of a sudden, uh, and he's screaming and yelling. And, of course, Lenny can't hear because he's got the pot turned down. He don't want to hear George because we're not talking about sports. So he's sitting there, we got the pot turned down, and uh, in the meantime, he punches up a phone call. I'm telling you, man, your protege there, Clarence, he is running some kind of a tight ship. Remember the kind of ship Humphrey Bogart ran in the Canine Mutiny? Remember that? <laughs> the, only, the only difference is at least Humphrey Bogart had balls, okay? They yeah, may have been steel ones. ones. They may have been steel ones, but at least he had some uh, stones. This is this guy. Oh, my God. Talk about an old smoothie. Clarence. Saw some good movies while I was on vacation. What did you see? Maybe you've seen some of these. Let's see. I, got, I haven't yeah. seen anything that's in the theaters right now. No, no. I'm, these, no, these are uh, not real old. The Dreamers, Bernardo Bertolucci. Yeah. You see that? I haven't. A lot of new. You have? Have not. Oh. The Forgotten with Julianne Moore. Yeah. Very strange, but good. She's great. And although the only thing I don't like about that movie is on the DVD, it's got two versions of the ending. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I, I hate that. That seems to be the new deal now. Is, you know, if you didn't like the first ending, here's another one on there and see if you like this one. You know, that's kind of stupid. Do that. Huh? And then also the Cohen brothers, Joel and Marty Cohen. Yep. The man who wasn't there with the Billy Bob Thornton, Francis McDormand, and James Gandolfini, which is a black and white noir film. Although George said it was too slow for him. It's a great movie. I don't care what George says. It's great. You see it? I did see that. You didn't like it? I did. Yeah. Oh. It was a little. It was slow. I'll grant you that. But it was supposed to be slow because the character, the barber that he played, that was this, just his nature. He was slow, and uh, Frances McDormand, who's great, she was very slow. Those are great actors. Oh yeah, yeah. She, James Gandolfini. She was pretty fast, well. actually. What? She was pretty fast, actually. No, and he said they hadn't uh, done the sex act in years. What he said. Remember that at the end there? Found yeah. out she was pregnant. I haven't. <laughs> Yeah, but evidently, well, that's because you're married, and they were married, too, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, most of the people doing a lot of the sex act are the ones who aren't married. The ones who are married, well, maybe in the beginning there was a lot of it, and then now they're making up for it. At any rate, those are two are pretty good, three good movies. I just mentioned that in passing. But you already the saw two. the man who wasn't there. I'll get the other two. Yeah. The Dreamer's a lot of nudity in there. Eva Green, if you like Eva Green. I don't know. 
I like Michael her green, Pitt. I like her blue, movie, I like her man, red. Oh, man, he's not related to Brad Pitt. Man, he is gross. But in the movie, I'll tell you, makeup does wonders, you know. Maybe that's what we need is a little makeup. Nah. I, I, don't, I don't think they made enough makeup to make us look good. Doesn't right. help me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, when you're doing those horse race things, do they, like, uh, smear you with makeup? Uh, it depends. Uh, if I'm in a studio, they do. Yeah, but not when you're outside. Not when I'm outside. No, they like they like you to freeze your ass off outside so you get the that redness, that ruddiness in your cheeks, you know. Right. But it's supposed to be the cheeks on your face. Right, not, not those. <laughs> but if it's cold enough, I guess you can't help it. Well, it wasn't bad at Oakland last week. It was. Oh, you had warm. another one. A week Man, ago, you are just a week ago Saturday. Place. Yeah. I had the Arkansas Derby. Wait, wait a minute. What, what's going? There must be something going on this weekend because they see on Friday again. I'm looking at the schedule. I want to scream. Dolphin die. Oh, it's the draft this weekend. Excuse me. I have the. Uh, actually, I'm doing the Derby preview show on Friday. I bet you the Derby is a week from Saturday. It, actually, it is. Because it's the first Saturday in May, right. right? Good Derby this year. So that means a week from Friday we're going to be talking to Dave Johnson. That's correct. Good God. You know how many years we've been doing those things on the phone? About 30, man. Yeah. At least 20, anyway. I remember one time we put Chelsea Candy on. She's a nice lady. She's not uh, working anymore, though, is she? No, she retired. Now, did is she? Her husband Joe Candy was a trainer, right? Her I don't ex- want to start with horse racing, huh? Her ex-husband, yes. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. They got divorced, so I probably shouldn't have mentioned. It. Well, there's a lot of that going around. Divorce? She was very nice, Chelsea Candy. She I is. liked her. She was good. Yep. So now I'll, I'll be like going uh, next Friday. Well, you're entitled. Why the hell not? Screw them, man. Screw them. Take that money to the bank and just uh, have a great time with it. Enjoy. No, seriously, you're laughing. I'm serious. Enjoy every penny of it. I sure as hell am. I got a whole brand new attitude, man. Screw them. They suck. Oh, and guess what movie was on yesterday? Speaking of the Beasleys, uh, on my cable. Uh, any ideas? Yeah. Yeah. That was on again. I didn't watch it again. I've seen it 50 times, but I haven't seen that movie so in much a long of the, uh, What do you call them? The Clampets. The Clampets. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Well, watch it again. It'll make you think of them. Going over uh, the falls. Enjoy every dime. Listen, we are already past the first break, so have a great day. You too. Don't lose too much. It's the start of the week now. And be sure and catch two to four this afternoon. I hear it's going to be scintillating. Calder opens tomorrow. Well, like I said, enjoy this afternoon. See ya. You too. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, no, 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 no. or agencies. I don't care who you are, you fail. Just two young Duke boys, never meaning no harm. Accused of beating a stripper, got in trouble with the law. Now they wish they weren't born. Alright, watching her curves, high in her hills. Who'll prove they're innocent now? Well, their lawyers probably will. Making their way to the courtroom now. They had a little more fun than the campus allows. Just two 
young Du Bois from the Duke Lacrosse team. Picture got out of hand now all over the land. They got their face on TV. What are you going to do about it? 1016 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday, April 24th. George did a fabulous job last week. Uh, I didn't hear one minute of it, but I just wanted to say that. Even well, if you didn't. Right. Even if you didn't screw them. That's my new philosophy, man. Screw them. <laughs> no, no, seriously. The hell with yeah. them. Just give me the money and uh, everything else get out of my face. That's all. Just step aside. No more BS. No more songs in a dance. No more oh, emails. Oh, Joyce is up. Screw Joyce, okay? Screw her, too. Screw the Beasley. Screw Joe Bell. Screw uh, Chris, uh, whatever his name is, Schwartz. Man, oh, man. Talk about a hayseed. Good God. Does he, he smoke a corncob pipe? Oh, I don't know if he's smoking it. No, he's smoking something. Ten, I'll tell you, Joe Bell must be smoking something. We're very interested in extending Neil's contract. <laughs> yeah, extend this, okay? Are you a crazy person or what? About 30 minutes. Absolutely. Yeah, extend it 30 years till I'm like 100. You know, being... Here's a gacky sucks, okay? Gasoline prices were expected to hit $3 a gallon by the start of the summer. But guess what? They're close to that or even higher in some areas right now. This summer... The prices won't come down. Looks like it's going to be $4 this summer, maybe. I don't know. Summer, summer, summer. Busy summer driving season. No cheap gas around. You're taking a road trip in an SUV. It's going to be an expensive proposition. I blame Bush for the big fight. I strongly agree. He needs a little control. He's out of control. He's insane. How high will he make it? Dramatically higher. Boys and swimming blows. Fire deep Oh, look what's on my cable now. It's playing a little bit before the show. Fahrenheit 11 is on. Just take it out without even reading it. Sit down, my son. Uh, we don't read most of the bills. Do, do you really know what that would entail? Hey, John, how's your illegal alien maid coming? Oh, that's John Conyers. That we pass. Uh, well, the good thing, it would slow down the legislative process. <laughs> I couldn't believe that virtually no member of Congress had read the Patriot Act before voting on it. So I decided the only patriotic thing to do was for me to read it to them. Members of Congress, this is Michael Moore. I would like to read to you the USA Patriot Act. Don't you think that would be a public service just to play the audio from Fahrenheit 9-11 the whole rest of the show? Wouldn't that be a good idea? That would be. Wouldn't it do it, though. Would be easy. What do you mean, would be easy? We you have know, to intersperse the commercial breaks. We'd have to find just the appropriate spots to uh, cut out of it. Yeah, that ain't no thing. That would be you, Trash. What would you like? Right behind you. I'm going to order some ribs. We all know you can't secure the homeland on an empty stomach. And in order to remain secure... Everyone needs to sacrifice, especially little Patrick Hamilton. I'm sure each of us has our own personal airport security horror story. I mean, that kid looks like a terrorist to me. He's about six months old. 24 after 10 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. Here's the sad schedule. Here's the sad news. Well, at least part of it's really sad. Not to make you cry and gishry. Geldy again, two to four. I guarantee, I bet, I bet you, your life on it that he and the Robert Griefer found those naked pictures in Greg's uh, orifice. Or took some new ones. 
No, I'm, uh, Greg and the uh, Beasley's and the Billy Goat. Remember that party with Screw Ann? Oh, yeah, I saw that movie. There's the Pivot Man. Geldy, <laughs> two to four this afternoon. Boy, we get a lot of Geldy, man. Oh, gee. No, no. How those uh, Panther and Leaf playoffs coming? There aren't any. Mad Dog at the AAA Macarena, four to six thirty. <laughs> and then you got the Marlins on deck. Boy, are they off to a tremendous start or what? What is it, 5 and 11, Josh? Is that correct? Yeah, on the bottom of the division, as expected. That is correct which means they're winning a little less than a third of their games. So I'm thinking like maybe 53. Sounds like yeah, 53 wins, which would mean 109 defeats. Oh. Uh, Marlins on deck at 630. Anybody want to buy any spots on a Marlin game? No. Anybody like to broadcast the Marlin games and get that albatross off from around our neck? No. Marlins at the Cubs at Wrigley Field, 705 and Eddie K. At, uh, and what a shame it is that they put those lights in several years ago at Wrigley Field. I remember the first night game. It, in fact, it got rained out. And then they had to do it again the next night. I see. I seen that. But uh, if they didn't have lights at Wrigley Field, they'd have to be playing a day game today. We'd probably get out of here a little bit early. But we got to wait till Wednesday for that. One forty-five on Wednesday. Mark it down, all you loyal listeners. Got a nice fax here from Jim in Southampton, England. Can you believe that? Yeah, I got one from him last week. Woo! Hey, Jim, you bloody maniac. What's going, laddie? Matter of fact, he, he called How's to explain the, uh, the Oprah episode on South Park. Nah, we don't confusion. want to get into that, okay? They got the oh. B word in there and the no, A no. word and the, oh, no. Don't start that when I'm on here. You do that on your time. Don't be starting I, all that stuff when I'm on here. I don't want to get Joyce the first day back. Hey, Joyce, that's a little raspberry for you, honey. If I sound like I got a whole different attitude, believe you me. Remember that uh, brand new key by Melanie? Oh, yeah. I got one. What's that other I'll song about a new attitude? What is that? Uh, some stupid disco like song. Pointer Sisters or Aretha Franklin or one of those. Yeah, I'll something like that. The, what's the pointer? She just died. One of the Pointer Sisters last week while you were on vacation. June, yeah. June. Well, maybe you had a pointer in the right direction now, like up instead of down. A pointer right up to the sky. They're up there in heaven now, looking down. Why? Why do people say such crap? Doesn't that aggravate you? Yeah, but they I do. mean, you get used to it after a while, but it's still a little bit aggravating. Oh, he's up there now watching you. And now nobody up there watching anybody, okay? When you're dead, you're in a box. You got no eyes to watch anybody. You got no heart. You got no brain. Everybody, even Louis Armstrong, knew that song, I Ain't Got Nobody. And why do you always have that hanky to wipe the uh, perspiration from his forehead? Because he sweat a lot. Mm-hmm. Very perspicacious on your part. Very 1,038 votes on your poll from a Friday. I like this poll. What should the side of the police car really say? I voted for the one that won, as usual. Uh -huh. Hassle and harass, 227. Oh, I know, and I know what I'm looking for. What a memory, huh? I'll find it in just a second. Harass. Can we say that? You better call <laughs> up Joyce and see if we can say harass. Sexual harassment. Harassment. Harassment a lot to me. 227 votes for that. To serve and protect, 187. To meet my quota, 170. To never be around when you need one, 146. We're talking about the police. We are gods, 116. To cover my ass, 59, see? As in harassment. To piss you off, 58. To eat more donuts, 44. And to profile more minorities, 31. There you go. We love them police. 28 past 10 at 560 WQM. We got guilty at 2. Keep that in mind. Okay, so keep your hand on your knob at all times. Hey, I've been telling you for years to call 1-800-MATTRESS whenever you need a bed. They can deliver within any two-hour window that you pick. They have knowledgeable bedding consultants and lots more. And now here's another reason to call them. I want to congratulate our friends at Dollar Mattress because the station just received a press release from the New England branch of the Better Business Bureau where their headquarters are located. The Better Business Bureau gave out their annual Torch of Excellence awards, and guess what? Dollar Mattress won it again. Oh! 
This marks three straight years they've won it based on the basis of honesty, integrity, ethics, and all the markets they serve from Maine to Miami. So there are a lot of places you can buy a mattress, but rest assured that when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be talking with a company you can trust, and it really is going to give you the best deal all the way around. Choose from Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. Check out mattress.com online for all the styles and sizes, too. So to what I've been doing for years and all the smart QMers are doing, call the number one choice in betting. The easiest and smartest piece of shopping you could ever do, just make that one easy call for Dial Mattress. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last, a- la- the last S because it stands for Stupid, That's Me. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. Confidence in Don Rumsfeld. I hear the voices, but I'm the decider, and I decide what is best, and what's best is for Don Rumsfeld to remain as the Secretary of Defense. Rummy staying here. I'm not gonna dump him. I don't care what anyone says. I ain't gonna bump him. You want me to ax him for screwing up Iraq, but I'm gonna keep him for staying on my track. I know I've kept Cheney, who shoots his own buddies. I know that New Orleans is still pretty muddy. You say I'm a moron or a prima donna, but I'm the commander. I do what I want. I'm the decider. I don't have to think straight. I don't care what you say. You're not gonna stop me. I'm the decider and I'm keeping I will decide and keep on dividing. Mine's the final decision, and Don Rumsfeld is doing a fine job. Just like Brownie Brown, man, doing a heck of a job. 506 votes on the pool. I think there's something wrong with our website. I think it's frozen. Yeah, I think there's something wrong with the website. Huh? No, I was wondering... What the hell was that? Was She's I know what it was? The, uh, this is from Fahrenheit 9/11. Right. Iraqi about how they killed all these people in the family, and uh, they're all civilians. And uh, well, I don't understand why they're not bringing candy and flowers to the troops. They shouldn't have attacked us. Oh, there we go. No, I think this thing is stuck at 5:06. I'm sure of it. This happened just before I went on vacation, and now that I'm coming, it's like everything else. I think it's symbolic. I think it's an omen, as Gregory Peck would say. Uh, picking up right where we left off. Nothing has changed. Yeah, it There's, is. What? I still have 506. Right. It's been on 506 for like 20 minutes now, which I don't think is possible. But then what do I know, Eric? He's looking Something... at it. Huh? He's looking at it. Which of these the do you care about least? NHL playoffs, 153. See, how there could be a uh, hockey team in South Florida. I've been saying this for years. You know, it's, it's, it's idiotic. Oh, there's, there's Brittany. She says we ought to trust Britney our president. Britney Spears was not alone. The majority of the American people trusted the president. And why shouldn't they? He had spent the better part of the last year giving them every reason why we should invade Iraq. Saddam Hussein has gone to elaborate lengths, spent enormous sums, taken great risks to build and keep weapons of mass destruction. Saddam Hussein is determined to get his hands on a nuclear bomb. Nuclear weapon. Nuclear weapon. Nuclear weapon. Active chemical munitions bunkers, mobile production facilities. We know he's got chemical weapons. You know, here are all these people dying, and none of, the, none of these people are in prison. I don't understand it. Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And why the American public, of course, they got bigger things to worry about, like uh, 65 70 bucks to fill up their tank with gas. And thank you very much, Mr. President. On my first day back from vacation, I don't want to forget it. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. <laughs> thank you so much. They went right over there to Iraq and hooked up the... Chew! Right. 506, this thing is screwed up, okay? Yeah, he's which, fixing which, which, it. Huh? He's fixing it. Well, fix it, Eric. Come on, get with it. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't go for this, you know? You come back from vacation. 
I had a great time. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm in a good mood. I want some money. And everything is the same as it was before. All, as Elvis would say, all effed up. I don't think we can play that bit anymore. Can we, Joyce? Can we play that one? No. No. Which of these? We can't play anything. No. Although we will be playing prison bits several times today. Which of these do you care about the least? NHL playoffs 153. I mean... Fixed. Thanks, Eric. I bet that number's going to change. You're 523, see? 156 on the NHL. The Missing Chicken and Ruba, 130. About 30, man. The Marlins, 102. Shame on you. we got a big Marlin game tonight, baby, against the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Uh, the Duke Red Case, 55. How come that doesn't have a lot more votes? Because nobody cares. No, no. You know, which of these do you care about least? Mm-hmm. Well, you got be right up way up. better choices on there. The NFL draft, that's this weekend, 50. The new Osama tape, 25. Oh, and there's the same old stuff. Well, it hasn't been verified yet. And then later in the day, oh, guess what? It's him. And, by the way, they talked about the fact that the audio quality was so much better than it has been in the past. Well, he got he's some better got, equipment. He's yeah. clearly got much better equipment now. He's certainly got better equipment than we got at QAM. That's for damn sure. And he doesn't have Lenny Martez in there opening up the... Wouldn't that be something if Osama made one of those tapes in the middle of it, you hear Lenny Martez on a phone call? Wouldn't surprise me. Experience what winning is all about. <laughs> that, would be, that would be worth hearing. And the price of gas only five because everybody's up in arms. Thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices and for sticking it to the public, okay? Kingdom of Morocco. Well, there's that... Morocco wasn't a Coalition of the Willing. Coalition. But according to one report... They did offer to send 2,000 monkeys to help detonate landmines. There, that's good. I love them Moroccans, man. <laughs> I'd love to see that just once. What, see them? Oh, yeah. A monkey detonating a landmine. And they showed that guy with that huge pipe. My God. Come here, even you never, even you never uh, had a bowl that size. 535 votes on the poll. We finally got that thing fixed. You see how we have to, like, slap everybody in the side of the head to get this thing going again? What the hell's going on in that place? Man. Neil, you've only got three years left in your deal. Don't you want to, like, uh, renegotiate and, like, oh, I'll put for another hundred years? No. No, I don't think so, Joe. Go away. And don't email me while I'm in the middle of my vacation, okay? And uh, just, uh, what, what would be the reason? What have they accomplished in the, so far? It's almost the first of May. What have been the, what's the track record of this new regime we got here at QM? What, what's the accomplishment? What, what, what's on their resume so far? Got rid Can of, you name me one thing? Got rid of Mo. Yeah, that was supposed to, I guess, uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, uh, still sucking in there between two and four. We still got nothing. We got Geldy today, Bo tomorrow, who's a wonderful guy, but man, like uh, as exciting as a cigar store engine. Wednesday, we got the Marlin pregame. Thank God for the Marlins on Wednesday. Then Thursday and Friday, we're back to that again. And of course, on Wednesday after the Marlin game, it's more of that. Holy moly. Holy Toledo, as Rick Weaver would say. Let's bring back Rick Weaver's dead body and prop it up in the chair in there. I guarantee you get a lot higher numbers than the, than the squeaky one. Guarantee you. The fans beginning to blow the, blow the, uh, blow the play selection. See what I mean? What a way with words he had. Mr. Weaver, don't make mistakes. Three U.S. soldiers were killed yesterday when their vehicle hit a roadside bomb northwest of Baghdad. That brought the number of American troops killed in the Iraqi conflict, uh, Iraqi capital area over the weekend to eight. 2391 is the grand total in case you're counting. That means that we'll be passing the 2400 number this week sometime. Earlier, three explosions just outside the heavily guarded green zone killed seven Iraqi civilians and wounded eight. It's a bloodbath. How's the electricity coming? They got that cranked up real no. good? No. We're getting a lot of oil out of there? No. But other than that, 
Here's the important stuff, okay? I got a huge pile again. I'm sure you had some really important things you packed along last week. No. What did you do last week? Nothing. Come on, Josh. What did you do last week? What, what does that mean? We had all the information that everyone needed. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gave it out twice. All the information about what? How did George do last week? Let's hear it. We also, did anybody see American Dreams yet? With Dreams with a Z. The Battle of Iraq, the United States and our allies have prevailed. Yeah! Except, of course, for all those people who are dying every day. Other than that, and the Civil War that's going on, but other than that, come on, let's find out from you bastards out there. Let's uh, tell uh, what a great job George did last week, or not. Understand, I don't know where the hell did I hear it. Somebody <laughs> told me. About some emails. Not, did you get emails or faxes from uh, some hostile bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? Uh, she had a problem with a whole bunch of things that uh, we were doing on that short Such show. Such as what? Oh, oh was it uh, nobody cares about what you're saying. You know, I was talking some inside crap that, um, that we never do here on the show. She didn't like that. And I played yeah. the same bit twice. And, uh, I don't think apart. these phones are working, are they? 5670560. Oh, but we're best friends now. Pound, why is that? Oh, I don't know. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Just another one of those whiny bitches. <laughs> you know, that whole, yeah, like that. I don't think these phones are working either that or we're off the air. Or yeah, possibly. I can uh, test huh? one. No, I, no, I just did that. I already punched it up. Uh-oh. Uh Uh-oh, we do have a problem. Uh-oh. QAM. Houston, yeah. we have a problem. Yes, sir. You asked if anybody had seen American Dreams with a thing. How, how was it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, don't waste your time. It's the most insipid piece of crap I've seen since Ishtar. Mm. Oh, it is disgusting. I don't know. The, the plot made no sense. It, oh, I don't even I thought, know, it was, I, I thought it was just a rip job on Bush. It was a rip job on, on, on American Idol. It was a rip job on, on Bush. And, I mean, that part I, I enjoyed. But... But there, there wasn't a, a humorous moment in the entire film. I'm scratching off my list. Oh, by, oh, please do, Neil. Spend your money elsewhere. Go back to Woodbine and spend the money there. <laughs> oh, believe me, I'll have no problem. Okay, thanks. There's the warning. Don't see American Dreams and our phone screwed up. Yeah. See, there's hey, something on here. Yes, uh-huh. sir. They're not ringing. Yeah. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, Friday, Hank was reading that you were going to be on at 10 o'clock all morning long, and then George showed up at 10. I was wondering yeah. uh, if you cut your vacation short, but, uh, again, it was the wrong info. <laughs> well, that's our specialty here at QAM. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this the is phone screwed up. What a novelty, folks. station stands for nothing. Absolutely.
You yeah, fell. Baby, you're talking a little bit. How lucky am I? <laughs> what a freak show I got. Oh, look at my father. Is she a little bull? Are you doing dead? <laughs> Want to catch? Oh, no, you might break a nail. What are you going to do about it? You fairy. 1048 at 560 WQM. Our phone, I think, is working now. I saw line 9 uh, frittering a couple of times there. Did you really? It flickered. Flickered and frittered. Yeah, Dave, but now it's not working again, I don't think. Oh, it was for a second or two. Let's see. Oh, that must have been a mistake. QAM. Oh, there's nobody on that one. See, I, I really don't want to, like, punch up all line nines. Oh, uh, line. I guess we're not ready to do a radio show here at WQAM. Oh, gee, what a surprise. You can always hit the next button, and it'll punch up whatever call is ringing. Oh, and I don't think I ever did that. How do I do that? Let's see. Let's hit next, and if there's something there, it'll go there. But it's not. Then there's nothing there. There's nothing. Okay. Let's do a phone check. Okay. 560560. Pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. But we're working we're on it. We're, they're we're, what? We're working on it, you know. Well, what does that mean? Well, we got stuff over here twisting. Well, why do we have to keep things? working on it, okay? Oh, come on. Why? You tell me. Hey, QAM, we can't do it right. QAM. Okay, there's Eddie uh, Checker on line nine. So what do you mean they're not working? I think you're right. I don't think they, I think line nine is the only one that is working because that's Ooh, the one that flickered that's before. So you see what I mean? Look at that. That's working because it isn't part of those other ones that are all like linked together there, like those progressive machines at the at the uh, casino. You know those progressive machines, man? No, I don't. Crank line, hello. Neil. Yes. Welcome back. Thanks. Um, did anybody tell you who was on the air yesterday morning from nine to eleven? On this station? Uh huh. Oh, I can I can only imagine. Not Lenny Martez. Uh huh. Evan Cohen. Was on this station? On that station. Is, is this Mrs. Jim Martz? I'm serious, Neil. Yeah. He was. Ask somebody. Well, what does that mean? How come nobody told me about that? I don't know. I can't believe you haven't heard about it. Well, in other words, we hired him or were we just... He wouldn't him? say. Everybody was asked, calling, saying, what are you doing on QAM? And he he was real vague and he would just change the subject of what do you want to talk about. Well, how come if he if we got him working, then how come we don't have him from two to four? And well, Jim, Sarney's, Jim Sarney said he's like the uh, resurrection of Christ and it is just after Easter. Well, somebody called and mentioned that there was an opening between two and four and he just changed the subject. So maybe uh -huh. there's something going on. Well, how come he's not on there today? We don't want no more of that squeaky uh, punk. Or that high. Do you well, want how to do you Geldy? know? How do you know? Seriously, you give me an honest answer. Do you want to hear Geldy? No. Nobody wants to hear Geldy. We took a poll on that. Even Geldy's wife don't want to hear Geldy. I want to hear Mad Dog. Well, yeah, that's right. Two to six. All right. Starting yeah. today. Thanks, right. sweetheart. You're I, the new PD. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. You're hired. I just, hired that uh, nice lady for PD. I just faxed you the weekend schedule to confirm what she's saying. Evan Cohen is on with us. Oh, I bet you Jim Sarney is squeezing himself, man. He's probably rubbing his kneecaps together. Woo-wee. Evan Cohen, just what we needed another Jewish guy. That's okay. We won't hold it against you. I don't know what he looks like yet. Have you met this guy? Did you know anything about never, it? Never heard of him. But, well, yeah, you do. He's the guy that... Jim Sarney has been pumping and pumping and pumping. Boy, he's pretty sore about it. You know, that's, uh, I, don't, I don't hear those words. It might as well be Chinese. What? Well, Josh should know something about it. He's like on the fringes of that sports crowd, on the edges of it. You know something about what I just got in the room from getting the Howies. <laughs> now we're that's talking. Like, he said, how's right, it going? See, you got him trained well. Good job. Let's see, Sunday, April 23rd, 9 to 11, Evan Cohen. And then after, from 11 to 1, it's Marty Cohen. Oh, no, 11 to 1. Look who it is, 11 to 1. Just proving that we don't want to, like, uh, overdo it. That's where you see some arm pro uh, problems. Yeah, talking hardball with a crow. 
Oh, my God. Now, seriously, this station is unacceptable and unprofessional. Other than that, we're dynamite. Here's our only line that's working, QAM. No, no, see, that's Still the bubbling. fake Bablooper there. Not, not even close. He's a fake Eddie and a fake Bablooper, Bablooper, that guy. Well, that, no, that's Eddie. Still Eddie. Mm -hmm. I'm getting them all confused. I'm getting the uh, Bablooper guy confused with the gargler. 576 votes on the poll. Will we get to that 1,000 today? See, the, the poll was screwed up. The phone is screwed up. Lenny Martez is in there last week while George is trying to do his show, uh, screwing that all up. Then the, uh, the crossover with Hank, I can barely hear him. He sounds like he's on Pluto, which a guy that big shouldn't be on Pluto. He could probably mount that planet. He's so big. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? Well, when are they going to get the phone fixed is what I'm saying, okay? QAM. So, see, there's somebody on here. We have no mm -hmm. idea. It's not ringing, man. This, uh, can Dale. you believe this place? Yeah, I believe it. Hello? I'm asking the caller. I'm not asking oh. you. I know you can believe it. Hello? Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. We need to nuke Iran before they kill the rest of the Jews. We need to. 5670560. What? He said, well, <laughs> no, the rest of the Jews are all at QAM. What are you worried about, okay? Nuke Iran before they kill yeah. the rest of the Jews. The rest of the Jews are in New York and on QAM. Just uh, right. forget about uh, those Israelis, okay? As a matter of fact, nah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> a man... <laughs> A man drove his SUV over a median in Davie and crashed into an elderly woman's apartment this morning. How do you like that? Oh, my God. This according to the uh, Herald, so it might be true. It's unclear what caused the driver to lose control of his vehicle about 9 o'clock this morning, cross a median, and slam into an apartment belonging to 67-year-old uh, woman, said Davie Fire Rescue Battalion Chief Jorge Gonzalez. Ooh, another guy whose name ends in Z. Mm-hmm. The woman who was home appeared to be uninjured, but was taken to Memorial Hospital, uh, Pembroke, in Pembroke Pines to be examined. I think that's where my mother died. I just mentioned that in passing. By the way. Yes? The uh, the phone problem is not just us. In the rest of the studios, they're also not lighting up. So, it's... Uh, oh, no, it's another QAM problem. Maybe they didn't pay their bill again. Or the phone company again. No. it's uh, The driver had severe injuries, was transported to Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood. I think that's where my mother died. I just said that. Fire rescue is trying to remove the SUV, which is lodged in the apartment. Wow. Inspectors have deemed the rest of the apartment complex safe. That's in the Davie. So saddle up your hoss and forget about uh, driving that SUV. It's a lot cheaper to drive your hoss than uh, pump it up with gas, right? Pumping ethyl all day. 592 votes on the poll. Which of these uh, do you care about the least? NHL playoffs. What playoffs? 170. Missing Chick and Aruba, 156. What the hell was her name? Uh, don't tell me. Uh, Heine Manouche. I don't know what Close. it is. I don't want to know. Don't All tell right. me. All right. 156. The Marlins, 110. I don't want to hear it. The Duke <laughs> Rape Case, 62. Oh, it's a racial thing. Oh, there's... There's that woman who was because like I all gung ho, you know, that, that uh, in Flint. The blood that was shed so that I could yeah. be here and have a flat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when her son died in Iraq, then all of a sudden she wasn't, uh, she had a whole different uh, altitude. Remember that? Uh-huh. Duke Rape K62, NFL Draft 58. It's this weekend. We're going to be covering it with a blanket. Oh, oh my God. We're going to be all over it like stink on Joyce. New Osama tape, 30. How many? About 30, man. And the price of gas, only six. Because needless to say, see, you go from the bottom to the top. And that's uh, where they really care about. In other words, they're whipped up. They're pissed off as hell about the price of gas, and rightfully so. And now your president is talking like, a, like he's serious about alternative energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Let me tell you right now, once those grave robbing Saudis uh, get every last nickel, every last penny out of your pocket, then we'll start worrying about the other stuff in about 50 years. 
Oh, Dave the Cop. I'm, I'm going back on vacation. Don't do that. Dave the Cop says, speaking of W, the recent Rolling Stone magazine is a great cover story. Well-renowned historians from across the country rate President George W. Bush among the bottom of the country's worst presidents, including Harding, Buchanan, and Hoover. Right. Is that Pat Buchanan or James? We posted it, by the way. What? Their story. Rolling Stone story? Sure, well, the arguments are sound. It makes for some outstanding reading. Okay, look, and go Cardinal, he says. Yeah, go far, okay? Get some of that uh, and Andorarus, or whatever that is, Andy Stone from, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Mark McGuire. Well, Josh ain't going to tell you because he's eating uh, lunch. He's not talking drugs. He might be doing somebody. Now, let's see. You know something? All that stuff that went on there this morning, which I can't remember what it was. Oh, that's right. Chris Jones came in, the sales manager guy with that heavy drawl. As soon as I hear his voice, you know what I start thinking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told him his voice sounded like a bird singing. Sound like uh, Ned Beatty up there in the woods, okay? Sure got a pretty mouth. At any rate, uh, and so I forgot to make my bacon. Oh, That's why oh. I'm a little off, off my feed, literally Tragic. and figuratively. And during this break, I'm going to go out and make bacon. So we'll, if I'm not we'll, back in time. We'll play a long bit, like Prison Bitch, you know. I, I think we ought to play Prison <laughs> Bitch about four times. Top of the hour. Coming up. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, oh. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Rock, 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 rock solid. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Message. Within a code. It's not possible. Hidden in plain sight. The truth is right in front of you. Look at it. For centuries. You know the truth. Jesus was married. No, he had children. And no. What did the Vinci know? Jesus had a pet. Code. I'm sorry, what? Jesus, I had a pet toad. I'm sorry, I still don't. It uh, sounded like you said he had a... Uh... His name was a scooter. Uh-huh. The Da Vinci Toad. You cannot keep the secret buried. People must know. Now, Toad's descendants are still alive. The fictional secret is no longer a secret anymore. Here, Da Vinci Toad. Get a free Jesus bobblehead while supplies last. Isn't that the one with Leonardo DiCaprio as Jesus? Oh, yeah. The DiCaprio code. Sounds to me like you're eating Howie's. Well, guess what? I like that. I got my bacon. Me too. Josh shared his uh, order of bacon from Howie's. We're all eating bacon right now. Mm. In honor of Pesach, how do you like that? In the post-Pesach trade period. Good for your arteries. Yeah, for the month after. Is it really? No. Oh, oh, yeah, clog your arteries. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out one day when they dig our ass up. Mmm. Well, this is really good. I'll tell you one thing. If you eat bacon, you will die. Right. And if you don't eat bacon, you're still going to die. And it's trafe. Mmm. That's trafe, so uh, eat it to piss off those Jews the guy was talking about. The Orthodox. The real super frum. <laughs> the ones that are rocking back and forth. They're dominant over there. They're dominant. Oh, hey. Like a bunch of crazy people. Now that I'm eating, I just can't start to... Nice job, David Lee Roth, by the way. That was really tough to predict, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. He says, I was booted, tossed, it's going to cost somebody. Oh, look at her, man. Did you see the picture of that child? David Lee Roth? Uh, doesn't yeah. look like he used to, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. Looks like an old man, man with no Looks hair. Looks like a 400-year-old man right. that just got canned. 
He intimated that his lawyers would go out. I'll get to that story. They're going to go after CBS. Boy, CBS is getting sued by everybody. Stern is suing him, and David Lee Groth is suing him, and uh, everybody. Let's sue him just for the hell of it. Just on principle. Oh, now she's upset, this uh, mama. You know? Glued, completely glued to the television in hopes of seeing a glimpse of it. Can't you please go over to where the helicopters are? Can't you? You're going to see him no more because now he's dead, honey. Okay, so all your uh, military rah-rah, sis, boom, bah. You know, in the beginning of this uh, segment where he, uh, Michael Moore was talking to her, she was going, <laughs> just like that, over and over again. <laughs> and now she's going like, uh, oh, more like that. Yeah. 616 on the poll. What do you think? We make a thousand today or not? We, we had a little bit of a, uh, a polis interruptus mm -hmm. for a while there. You think we can do it? We could. We're going to go for that thousand today during the show. Did you do that last week at all? Did you get a thousand no, on the poll? No, I didn't try Why it. not? Why not? The poll well, in the morning. All, you don't put them on the night before like I do. Right. So you can give yourself like a little advantage. A little we also had a, a couple problems, but no big thing. You why? We had a couple problems getting it on uh, at all by the time the show started. But that's all right. We got over it. Problems like what? Technical problems on this station? No, with the website. You must be hallucinating. Well, we had that the last day I was on. Mm -hmm. We could go Friday. I noticed the thing was just stuck there and stuck there. It's just like it was again today. Probably Eric is uh, using that money I sent him for the bandwidth. He's using that for food instead of pay the bandwidth. You know, boy, this is this bacon is good. The, the microwave bacon? Yeah. Oh, I made a perfect batch of microwave bacon uh, over mm. my vacation. Used a whole roll of paper towels to sop up the grease. It came out perfect. So what happened in North Carolina? Did you go up there? In no, the I, never did go, I never did go. Uh, I got a hold of Junior. Who well, how come you on. weren't uh, getting in touch with Norma then? He was just uh, dying to get in touch you. Uh, no one made any attempt to uh, call me or email me. Or well, no then he must be a liar. Then Norma Kent must be lying. No one rang my home number, cell number, or emails. Hmm. And I, get all those, I get all that email on my phone anyway. So Maybe you're just not his type. I'm sure you're not. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, let's see. Come on, let's find out how George did last week and how that movie is if this phone works. But I doubt it. Is this going to go on all day today? I, I don't know. They're uh, they're talking to the phone company. It's uh, get out of here, them. phone company, my ass. The last oh, time, Hank, listen. Wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. How about a Hank show? Was Hank taking calls? You're asking me. Well, let's find out. Let's uh, get a hold of the Beast or somebody. Grab a hold of the Beast like they did with Ned Beatty there in Deliverance. Them pineys. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. I bet you there's people on here. Two a.m. No, there's not. Look now, next. Hit next. Yeah. Ne next well, doesn't work. That, well, hang up on that guy first, and now hit oh. next. And then hit next. Yeah. Not doing anything. That means there ain't nobody there. Oh, there they go. There's, there's no there's your problem. Makeup to make. Uh huh. Why? I don't know. It was uh, it was him. I know it was one of the nut jobs, but I couldn't hear what he said. What did he say? Yeah, he faded out before he could hear it. Oh, oh, he faded out real fast. Josh has got his hand on it again. He's twisting it. WQAM, Chubby Checker line. Hello, not there. See, I can't I can't do four hours like this, punching up all the ones to find out if anybody's on there or not. Bill would make sale. I beg your pardon. They're not lighting up anywhere in the building. The the talk lines, that is. Yeah, but what no. about this morning when Hank was on? No. That was that was my question. Shall I ask it again, very no, slowly, articulately, an and queerly? Somebody would come in here and answer the question if they were listening to the show, but they're not. Oh, but they're not. They got the pot turned down, and they're probably on the phone in the other room. Let's hear how that sounds on the bat line. There it is. <laughs> oh, and it, do you think that Neil wants to extend his contract? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to extend your finger? I've already done that on both hands. No extra charge, Joe. What a, what a clown. 
Remember I told you, Clarabel, that's his name. He's a clown. He's not a manager. He's not a uh, doer. He's not a uh, <clears throat> get-stuff-done guy. He's a clown guy. Bill would make sale of sex toys illegal in South Carolina. Well, good. That's where all those Farbison and Goyam want to go right. and make it a Christian state. They want to make it a new colony. And we certainly know that good Christians don't use sex toys. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Lucy's Love Shop in Columbia, South Carolina. Employee Wanda Gillespie said she was flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Oh, my God. That South Carolina's legislature is considering outlawing sex toys. But banning the sale of sex toys is actually quite common in some southern states. Oh, it's the good old South, man. You see, you think that because they fought the Civil War that that changed something? You be dreaming, baby. You're in a dream world. The South Carolina bill proposed by Republican, of course, Representative Ralph Davenport, would make it a felony to sell device. A felony to sell devices used primarily for sexual stimulation and allow law enforcement to see sex toys from rated businesses. Well, let me ask you this. Are they going to go to the supermarkets in South Carolina and outlaw the sale of cucumbers? They might, and zucchinis. Uh -huh. And what else? Carrots? Zucchinis, carrots, right? Oh, God, celery. zucchini rhymes with weenie <laughs> and teeny bikini. Who did that song? Brian Hyland? It's the bitsy, huh? It's the bitsy yellow, a teeny uh, polka dot bikini. Brian Hyland. I think it was kind of cute, but I forget. Oh, speaking of cute, so there's another one. Listen to me. Yeah. I'm sure you never saw this because it's much too... Yay. The whole, in fact, the whole premise of it, but, but still, I think you might like it. The 24th day. Okay. What's about? Oh, yeah, let me Google it. I'll tell you who's in it. Tell us about it. No, it, really, they're, basically, the whole movie is two guys. And one of them, who, the ugly one, uh, picks up the other guy in a gay bar and takes him home. And then holds him hostage and come to find out that five years previous, the, uh, the uh, kidnapper who was married uh, had done the same thing and had gone home with the same guy. And then obviously had made a bad mistake and, con and believed that he contracted uh, HIV from this guy and then gave it to his wife who got so de distressed and depressed that she um, ran a light in a car when she found out her test results and got killed. Hmm. You following this? I am. So he, tie, he ties this guy up, and he's got all the chains and the whole deal. 24th day. Ah, what the hell is that? Oh, there it is. 24th day. One moment, please. Josh wouldn't like it. He would be embarrassed to watch it. Well, there's, no, there's no sex in it. James Marsden uh, is Dan. He's the good-looking guy. I mean, real good. And then uh, Scott Speedman is Tom, the guy that kidnaps him. And uh, he just got... And then, of course, uh, uh, Dan has a little bit of an accident because he's got him, like, uh, sitting on a chair, and he's actually feeding him. And, and he has, like, an accident in his pants, you know? Uh -huh. He just couldn't hold it no more. Well, you know, when you're going to hold somebody hostage, you have to make... You know, make it count for bathroom breaks, sure. stuff like that. Nature doesn't just stop because you got somebody held hostage. Right. At any rate, it's, and then the ending is really bizarre because uh, in the beginning, when he uh, ties this guy all up, he takes the blood. He has a syringe and he draws his blood. And he goes to a uh, nurse friend of his and has the blood tested. And the end, of course, comes back positive. And the guy's the kid is insisting, oh, no, blah, blah, and like that. I think you'd enjoy it because the, the whole movie is basically the two characters. There's some other people right. in it, but a very little. Oh, and you know well, who else is shot. in it? I give up. Oh, damn. Just a second. Let me tell you. Oh, that guy. No, no, Sofia Vergara. Really? Yeah. Not a big part. Well, she had some well, big right. parts. Yeah, I know. Oh, I think her. I would like it. <laughs> no, seriously, it's pretty uh, intriguing. 
Pretty interesting. Anyway, getting back to South Carolina and those sex toys. <laughs> this would be the most terrible thing in the world, said Ms. Gillespie, an employee at the Anderson shop. That's just flabbergasting. We were supposed to be in a free country. Since when, honey? And we're supposed to be adults who can decide what we want to do and don't want to do in the privacy of our own homes. When did that start? I must have missed the memo. That's right. Ms. Gillespie, 49, said she's worked in the store for nearly 20 years and has seen people from every walk of life, including every Sunday churchgoers. People who go every single Sunday. They go right from church to the uh, adult the toy shop. I know of multiple marriages that sex toys have sold because some people need that. Do you understand that sentence? Yes. Multiple marriages that sex toys have sold? Oh, no, that's uh, grammatically The incorrect. people who are writing us, the adult novelty industry is so hard, are probably at home buying it. Sex toys and novelties on the Internet, it's ridiculous, she says. The measure would add sex toys to the state's obscenity laws, which already prohibit the dissemination and advertisement of obscene materials, like zucchinis. Mm-hmm. People convicted under obscenity laws face up to five years in prison and $10,000 fine, and certainly Oscar Meyer is not welcome in South Carolina. South Carolina law borrows from a 1973 U.S. Supreme Court ruling to define obscene as something, oh, yeah, we sure know this in this business, contemporary lacking contemporary community standards determined as patently offensive sexual conduct which lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Contemporary community standards, which, of course, are almost always decided, especially in South Florida, by one person. Sugar and Spice manager Pat Iron says a proposal to outlaw the sale of sex toys in South Carolina is outrageous. While Davenport's proposal is probably aimed at shutting down X-rated adult bookstores, Ms. Iron said it hurts customers of couples-oriented stores such as her West Columbia shop, which sells everything from lingerie to bridal shower novelties to lotions. Probably the kind of lotion that Barry Bonds used on his... Rectum. ...just smearing it. He didn't know there was nothing bad in it. He finally hit his first home run of the season because he's not doing them roids now, so he's not hitting too well. Yeah, just wait. Now I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the asterisk to go next to everything that he ever did. At Sugar and Spice, sex toys are displayed in a separate room. Buyers include men and women who need a little help because surgery or medical problems are affecting their marriage, Ms. Iron said. They need a little help from their friends. We've been selling these sex toys for 27 years, she said Friday. Even pastors shop in here. They send couples in here. They counsel for marriage problems. It's probably going to hit people like that harder than people realize. It's going to hit them really hard. You don't have to have problems to have fun with toys, you know. A Townville sex shop owner questioned the proposer's legality. I don't think that would be fair, said John Terazakis, owner of Paradise in Townville, South Carolina. It's depriving people of their freedom of choice. I don't think the customers would appreciate it very much. Reverend Davenport, who's from Spartanburg County, didn't return several messages Friday to talk about his bill. Oh, Reverend Davenport. Uh-huh. See, it just said Republican representative, Ralph Davenport. Now he's a, oh, no, not Reverend. I'm sorry, Reverend I see. No other legislature, I guess I just read that into it. No other legislature has yet to sign on as a co-sponsor. Its passage this year seems unlikely. Kind of like QAM success. Unlikely. I guess those So uh, Evan Cohen is on. Now, did anybody come in and tell you about that? How come Clarence didn't tell us about that? Because I said nothing has changed. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. I said tomorrow's payday. Uh, we got to get a hitman, baby. I, I will contribute very mightily, as you know. I made some serious bucks in uh, Fallsview last uh, week ago yesterday. In fact, a week ago this weekend, hit 3,000 twice on the same machine. I had a good machine, man, and then I saw a guy hit 500 on a Sunday morning on another machine on the line, and as soon as he left it, I was just sitting there salivating, waiting. And I rushed over there. I put in a 50, and within two minutes, I hit 1,500 on the line on that machine. How do you like that? I like it. I liked it. I would have liked it. So I'd be more than willing. you got Robert Grieper, 
and Clarence make a package deal. Too bad Ranieri ain't around. He used to have package deals, remember? Yeah. Those were the days, man, at a real radio. I'll tell you one thing. We sure had, we had problems. There's no place is perfect, but we, that was similar to a real radio station at IOD. This, this is like, uh, what it is is unacceptable. Now, hey, Joe, how's that new contract extension coming? <laughs> how's it coming, Clarabelle? You clown. Oh, it's 11.15 already. We're getting way past the break. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? And believe me, if you're in South Florida right now, and most of you are, you know, summer's already really starting. How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three, count them, three generations. As a Carrier factory-authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and their guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place, and have now invented the Carrier Infinity System. This one actually performs a daily diagnostic check that adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of maintaining maximum efficiency, if you want to do that on your present air conditioner, be sure to join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Here's how it works. Twice a year, they inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service if you ever have a problem, and 10% off any needed repairs. All of these things... All of these things. For just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose a two-speed Infinity system with Puron or peace of mind with a Comfort Club, either way, make the Royce choice. Call them toll-free. I bet you their phones work. Call 1-800-377-0075. 1-800-377-0075. Tell them that old Neil told you to call Royce Air and Heat. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. God. It's 1121 at QM. The bacon is really good. I might actually go out and make another batch. Really? 662 votes on the pool, and I think this thing is frozen up again. We're having some real mm -hmm. issues. By the way, just, what? I went out and asked some questions during the break. Yeah. And the phones were working for Hank this morning. Oh, the phones are working for Hank when he was on talking sports, but now that we're on talking anything but sports, all of a sudden, just coincidentally, and now that I come back from vacation, the phone ain't working. How do you like that? And... Yes? The consensus oh, there's is more? Evan, oh, wait a minute. What? That Evan Cohen will not be uh, doing two to four. What does that mean? Well, I thought, I, I asked what the, uh, what the chances of that were, and apparently they're slim to none. Well, so what, what, what is he doing? Just 9 to 11 uh, on Sunday morning? What kind of a job is that? Fill in part-time. I, I don't know. To fill in? I don't. I don't. See, I don't know. I love, let me take a look at that schedule. Where the hell did I see it? Oh, this is, must be. A, oh no, this is from this past weekend. He's not on this next weekend. Right. This past. That was yesterday. That's what the lady said. That was yesterday. He was on for like mm -hmm. two hours, and we're supposed to get excited about that. Let us know when we have like a real broadcaster on here, okay? As opposed to another one of our squeaky bad voice uh, substitutes on QIM. Good God, man. 663 votes. Which of these do you care about the least? 
The NHL playoffs, 190. How are those Leafs doing, eh, in it? No, no. Poor Pat Quinn, man. Won't see him no more. Not here anyway. How are those uh, Panthers doing? No. Missing Chicken Aruba, 169. Her name is uh, uh, Sally uh, Fleetwiggle. Right. The Marlins, 127. NFL Draft, 68. The Duke Rape Case, boy, they're all over that like stink on Joyce's butt, 68. New Osama tape, 35, and a price of gas, only six. Only six people, I guess, must be either millionaires or don't have a car. Because anybody who has to drive, like, more than uh, five minutes. And then I see the people in Chicago are driving to, where the hell was it, Indiana? Hammondville or some some Hammond, Indiana? Who? I don't know. They're driving all the way over there to save, like, 20 cents a gallon. Well, if you oh, drive, uh, yeah. It's just stupid. You're going to waste more in gas money than uh, driving there than you are in what you're going to save. Just pretty stupid, but desperate. People are desperate. Desperate measures for desperate times, just like here at QAM. WQAM, hello. You need to go ahead in Canada. <laughs> you better lower your laws, mister, because you sure don't. That's the same little Hispanic mumbler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He called every day last week, too. Oh, really? WQAM, hello. Now, he's probably illegal. Let's trace that call and get his uh, asterisk. Wouldn't be the first time. WQAM, see, I, I, I just can't do this for four hours, punching up, hoping that somebody might be there. Of course, my luck, he was there, you know? Yeah. Even at line nine, they working now. No, I think he's just playing music all day. I, I think that sounds like a wiener. I think George just hit the mother load. Can't, no, we can't do the phone. And when, So what's the analysis? If the phone worked when Hank was on all morning long and it's not working out, what does that mean? I don't know. Sabotage, it sounds right. like to me. Lenny Martez is in there just coincidentally, and I can't hear Hank because Robert Creeper's probably got the pot shop almost off. They're, they're diddling with us, man. And I think George has got the right idea. You want to diddle with us? We'll diddle right back. How do you like that? We'll diddle right back. And guess what? What are you going to do about it? You fair. Right. Well said. I couldn't have said it better myself. And what better way to start our musical selection... I, th I think you got, came up with the right idea. Let me find a good jingle. Oh, I like this one. Wonderful WQAM. Love the way that sounded. Just like a real radio station, man. Unbelievable. Well, let me ask you, that, that was the, the extent of the answer you got about Evan Cohen is he's not going to be doing uh, two to four? That we don't think so. Well, what is, what is he going to be doing? Was that like one of those stupid on-air auditions? Is that what that was? Probably? Well, it was just uh -huh. the, the Beast and Greeper out there. I couldn't find Clarence, and that's what uh, their take on that whole thing the was. The Beast and Greeper were out there, what, holding court? Holding they something. They set up like a desk in a hallway now, the program director juniors, is that it? Holding each other. <laughs> oh, God. Gently. Yeah. Anybody seen American Dreams? The guy said it sucked. With a, Dreams with a Z. I've said a little clip in there. I would tend to agree. Mm. 
looked really lame to me. Didn't look as interesting as the Dreamers. No, speaking no, of Dreamers. Very interesting. I mean, is that, I, I, I didn't see it from the very beginning, so I'm really not sure about the whole plot, how he met them up. He was a student. Yeah, it's a great movie. I have no idea what it's about. Right. I'm well, seeing, it's just, there's a lot of flesh, man. Yeah. They're like naked, the three young naked people, including uh, Eva Green and Michael Pitt, who in that movie, <coughs> he looks really good. I only wish he looked that good in uh, real life. Not that it would <laughs> make any difference. See, I'm, I'm gagging. It's not the bacon. It must be just being back on the air. This, this is Neil Rogers. Unacceptable. This is 562 AM. Stop Thirty-three twenty-seven Aluna QM. We were technically totally. I think we're being sabotaged. So anyway, I don't want to hear it now. After right. the facts, okay. Well, first, before I get to the facts, uh, so Miguel sends me a picture of Evan Cohen. Ugly. Okay. He looks real Jewy and real ugly. Chubby, uh, not not fat, but like chubby, fat-faced, uh, Jewy, ugly. We got enough ugly Jews already. You're out, Evan. Now what is it? It's Bell South. I mean, uh, it's the phone company. I meant to say. The phone company is sabotaging the Neil Rogers Show on WQM. I want you to go out with a megaphone and announce it to the entire world. This is the second time, I think, when you were on vacation one day. Didn't we have a problem, Josh, one day? Yeah, we did. Or, or, no, maybe that was before you were on vacation. Remember the last time we had this situation? Hey, any given day. Yeah, any given day. It's, oh, no, that, that was because they hadn't paid the phone bill yet. That's right. That was another. That was a Beasley problem. 
Okay, that wasn't a uh, Southern Bell South or whoever the hell's running the phone company these days. That was a problem. Anyway, here's the facts. Oh, I bet you uh, George won't send this to you. Well, guess what he did, okay? Another one of these inside faxes. Uncle Neil, let me get this straight. See, this is somebody who thinks they know something but obviously doesn't. Mm-hmm. George is upset because the other day the guys on the station weren't listening to his show when the mishap took place. But when you ask him if Hank was taking calls on his show, George can't answer you because he wasn't listening to Hank's show. I know that George won't send this to you, but am I missing something here? Yeah. What you're missing is that nobody should have been in the control room potching around in the first place and opening up, uh, messing around with stuff while uh, we're on the air. Right. I don't expect people to uh, listen Whether to the show. Whether they were listening or not isn't really the issue. But okay. The audio and had in, in addition to which, uh, George and I are confabulating from 8.30 in the morning until 10 o'clock, so he doesn't have the opportunity to listen to Hank's show, right. at least that part of it. In addition to which, we don't listen to sports shows anyway. But that's not a radio person. The issue is they didn't have the audio up in the control room, which is the only place that it needs to be up if it's that, on That's exactly computer. right, so they could hear what was on the air, so they would have known if they were causing some kind of a problem, like, right. for example, having a dial tone on the air. You know what? I think I ought to just leave that on there all day. Right. Or punching you off, which is what maybe, they usually maybe do. Th- maybe this could be part of the new QM format. I mean, they don't seem, they seem to be awfully reluctant to make any kind of changes, positive or negative, although that's, that's pretty negative. Maybe, maybe this is part of a new format. Hey, Neil, can you get that dial tone off it? No, we can't do it. It's just part of the show now. Oh. That's better. I like that. That's even better. Now, when does the recording come on? How long afterwards? I don't know. Let's find out. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up. Is that what she says? I wonder how long that goes on. I don't know. Maybe that just goes on ad infinitum. You think? I doubt it. Wow. I got some good music here. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these uh, lines are loaded up. QAM. Neil, I got a very important question for you. Yeah. I watched The Godfather all weekend, and being a very big Godfather fan, I happened to miss one thing. Is can, I, can I just say, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Leave the gun. Take the gun. How, okay, how do you ahead. do that? How do you have that? Right? Yeah, I don't Neil, know. It's magic. Neil. Yeah. Is, is Mary Kay's uh, daughter or Apollonia's daughter? Kay's daughter. Kay's daughter, isn't it? Didn't, didn't Michael have a daughter? He didn't have Apollonia? any children by Apollonia. No, she didn't last that long. No, she wasn't around that long. She was busy driving. Monday, Saturday, Tuesday, she was driving a car in a Nuna Bamba. They were, right. She turned on a car radio in La Bamba with Richie Balin was playing. Yeah, okay, good luck to you, Pally. I mean, if he, if he don't even know that. He ain't no Godfather expert. Josh Cordes watched Godfather, all three of them all weekend, over and over and over again. And, yeah, I, I got to tell you, I didn't really ha- I mean, I'm not comparing it to the first two or anything, but... Then that's exactly what I said. It's not like the first two. I had no three problem. well worth watching. I Would had, you agree with that? I agree with that. And so there was some bad acting. And it big, big, to me, that uh, didn't overcome the fact that there was some real good stuff in there. Like, Joey, Zaza, yeah. you won't give, I'll take. You know, that scene in Atlantic City mm-hmm. ain't too bad. No, that was I, wonder if the mach- I wonder if the machines got affected by the chandelier shaking, you know? Stop and think about that. Well, there was a big payoff. They, they didn't have no slot machines, I don't think, in Atlantic City. Well, maybe I guess they did. That was a casino, wasn't it? Yeah. By the way, don't don't ever watch that movie, Atlantic City. I'll save you three hours of the worst garbage oh. in your life. No Boy, idea. Is that a bad flick. Even the brief glimpse at Susan Sarandon's boob. You can act like a man! What can I do? Man, we could have used him when Mo, uh, when Mo made the exit. We could have used him for Geldy. Right, Geldy? Well, that didn't take long, it says. Rocker turned radio host David Lee Roth. 
who just turned 147, who accepted the no-win task of replacing ratings king Howard Stern in January, was bounced from the airwaves Friday after barely three months on the air in New York, Philadelphia, Boston, and four other markets. I think they were Piggly Wiggly, Loblaws, and uh, uh, Winn-Dixie. I was booted, tossed, and it's going to cost somebody, Roth said on his last show, intimating his lawyers would go after CBS Radio for the full compensation due from his reported $4 million contract. Four million bucks for that piece of turd. The timing of the move was interesting. It arrived just days before Roth show his first show's first Arbitron numbers. Mm-hmm. You think the numbers across the street are bad? Wait till you see these. They're the only, going to be the only numbers in the book that got like a minus in front of them. CBS Radio spokeswoman Siobhan Harding said the company would have an announcement soon on its plans. She declined any other comment, would not say who would replace the former Van Halen frontman on the morning drive time shift this morning. Well, somebody would probably know. Who, how would they know? I don't know. I, I could go to FMQB. Should I, well, during the break, I'll do that. Maybe an update. Roth said he was only told about the syndicated show's demise while riding in a car to the WFNY-FM studios in Manhattan. His replacements in a hiring fraught with bizarre subplots will be shock jocks Greg Opie Hughes and Anthony Cumia, currently available only on the 6.5 million listeners on XM Satellite Radio. Opie and Anthony. Apparently we can talk about it now, so much for keeping a lid on this, the pair said Friday on the show's website. The Opie and Anthony show will be replacing David Lee Roth in several markets on CBS Radio Free FM stations. Opie and Anthony's syndicated show was yanked from Terrestrial Radio in August 2002 after airing a live account of listeners having sex at St. Patrick's Cathedral. The company that silenced the duo was the same one that just hired them back, CBS Radio. Oh, and by the way, you'll be pleased. Oh, yeah. Further proof of how strange the Opie and Anthony move is, Bill Donahue, the tight-lipped, clenched teeth jackass from the Catholic League, who demanded the pair's dismissal after the St. Patrick's scandal, issued a statement wishing the pair well. Isn't that great? They got the approval of the Catholic League. They've made it clear they regretted the St. Patrick stunt, said Donahue, who appeared as a guest on the Pairs XM show. In short, the Catholic League hopes Opie and Anthony have a great run on CBS Radio. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it's incredible. In addition to New York, Boston, and Philadelphia, Opie and Anthony reportedly will air in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, West Palm Beach, and Dallas. What they're doing is switching to a proven act, said Tom Taylor, editor of the trade publication Inside Radio. This is a group with a pedigree. I would think the stations involved are very happy about this. Opie and Anthony. It also puts the pair in a slot long dominated by Stern, who feuded with Opie and Anthony for four years before leaving for Sirius. And it reverses the trend of satellite looting traditional radio for talent. Instead, CBS Radio is reaching out to satellite radio for syndicated programming. So there you go. It seems to me like the same old retreads over and over. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And over again. Oprah and uh, Anthony. By the way, speaking of Oprah, what was that? Uh... This is Neil Rogers. Excuse me, but I do believe that sucks ass. When driving, I gotta fill my SUV time and time again. Heard oil supplies the world to fleet when it's another war we have to face. Now there's a hunger in the port escape and no cheap fuel for heaven's sake. Come 
come on, it's no fair. What we gotta pay, come on, is that fair? Go ask Triple A. Can they get any higher? Yes, yes. Prices that the pumps you'll see. It starts awfully low, you know what? Yeah, it does. Can I do that over again? Totally fair. I'll find it. Well, I want to find a different jingle. No, because I like the way that that does. Uh, uh, It's 11.47, 13 to noon. we got Geldy speaking from 2 to 4 this afternoon. We still don't know who's going to be in there. we got the revolving door from 2 to 4. How long, how many more months can that go on? About 30, man. Woo, heavy duty, man. Sick. So what's the uh, latest with the phone situation? We're in a holding pattern. You're holding it? You know how it is. They reported the problem, and they're going to get right on it. Okay, clean sweep. What? No, no. Well, you can't just check only one. You got to check all nine. Okay, that's what Robert Creeper said. He put a memo out. Don't check one. He said check nine. That's what he told me. Seven hundred twenty-four votes on the pool. Which of these do you care about? Oh, and hey, Neil, how about extending that contract for another five or ten minutes? Yeah, I think another five or ten minutes beyond right now sounds good to me. Which of these do you care about the least? Seven twenty-four. We'll make that thousand today. I think. Think we're going to do it, Josh? Of course. You do. I do. Uh, I don't know. 724, NFL, NHL playoffs, 205. They wouldn't They wouldn't know San Jose Sharks from uh, uh, Mac the Knife. By the way, you notice that Kevin Spacey is in that uh, Bobby Darren movie? Coincidence? What do you mean by that? No, I don't know. What do you mean by that? No, no, I'm just, well, Mac the Knife was Bobby Darren. Right. Oh, the shark. Uh-huh. What does that have to do with Kevin Spacey? I'm just saying that he was in there because he looks okay. like him quite a bit. Yeah. But I, I don't know, it just... It's just not the kind of role you'd expect him to play, you know what? Missing Chicken, Aruba, 188. Her name was uh, Spacey uh, Weinrich. Natalie? Natalie uh, Holloway. There you go. How about Joe Holloway? The great harness tra- trainer. The Marlins, 138. Nobody cares about the Marlins. Sorry, David Sampson. Nobody cares about the Marlins. They're 5-11. and 11. They think. They think real bad, David. No stadium for you, sweetie. Duke Rape Case, 78. NFL Draft, 72. New Osama Tape, 37. And it has been verified. That's the voice of Osama Yamama, who's still alive. They hit him with no shots, and he's still alive. And the oppressive gas, Solamente Say, still sitting there at 6. 
because what kind of a retard wouldn't be whipped up to a frenzy? So obviously, if you go from the bottom up, they're most whipped up to a frenzy about the price of gas. I hope that it's about six bucks a gallon by November, by the time the election comes around. Otter B. Yeah, six bucks a gallon by November. Other or maybe not by November, but certainly through the. Uh, oh, what's this? Importantly, herded a group of eighth graders into a school's media room, shut the curtains, and forced them to watch a porn movie. Yes, porn. Malaysia's education minister is really mad about this. He promises to sack the educator if he is indeed forced students to watch naked actors going at it in the sack. Oh, there's Mrs. Limbaugh with that righteous look on her face. I wonder if she and the Russia are going at it in the sack, huh? Talk about a sack. Right, with toys. I guarantee you one thing, that'll get attendance up in school. Right? Right. U.S. standoff with Iran helps pump up prices. Uh, Bush shouldn't make a hasty move, most experts say. Steaming drivers furious at $3 a gallon gas can direct at least part of their anger now at the row between the U.S. and Iran as fast as I can, which experts agree helps increase prices by frightening investors. And there isn't much anybody can do about it in the short term. $72 a barrel the other day, record prices. And they said that if they actually do have some kind of a, a, a thing with Iran and they cut off the oil supply, it could go up to like $200 a barrel. So that's like triple what it is now. So you figure it out. Instead of $3 a gallon, like 9 bucks a gallon. So if you have like a 16-gallon tank, that's only 144 bucks for a fill-up. Most of America's options on Iran offer little promise of lowering prices, according to several foreign policy experts, and some could push them still higher. Oh, my God. Let's get Jackie Wilson in higher and higher. I bet you got that. No, it's uh, too old. It's 50s. You don't kind of know Jackie Wilson? I bet you don't got it. Wilson Phillips? No, you haven't got it. He did. I, I think he was dead by then, poor Jackie Wilson. He was no. good. I got, I got it. I got it. I bet you I got it because I know Book of Brian burned me a disc with all that Jackie Wilson stuff. It's in my pile here somewhere. And since we're in no hurry today, we can't take any calls because the phone's all screwed up. I, I got thought, some by the way, Joe, Jackie huh? Wilson, but not uh, higher and higher. What do you got? Read Petite? I got this. What the hell is that? Unchained Melody? You'll get it. I never heard that in my life. It was called Night, and it was a big hit. Never heard it. How about this one? You better stop <clears throat> Maybe these are before your time. Dogging around. Read the teeth? No. I don't have that oh, either. I'm, I know that one. Let's watch the look. Come out of here. Well, that's that's great, but you know something? I think in honor of uh, the gas prices, we probably should pay higher and higher. Oh, where'd that come from? How do you do that? It's amazing, magic. isn't it? Let me pull it out of my little bag of magic tricks. Rhymes with chicks with picks. Sticks? Chicks with sticks. All right. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. <laughs> and thank you, Joe Bell, for the fantastic job you're doing at putting the pieces of the egg together. Okay, that's an out of the gas prices. Now, let's see. Night is on here, which I never heard before and don't want to hear again. I think, I think this might have been his biggest hit, Jackson. You think? 
I don't know. I get the book out, but it's not worth it. So much energy. I don't, I don't doubt it. My heart is fine, fine. Lonely teardrops. Oh, here was another one. He was really good, like I said. This is obsession with Watts. Oh, you won't believe what's on this disc. This, this, I tell you, if nothing else, this will put you on the floor. I never knew Jackie Wilson was Jewish. See, and in Jackie Wilson's case, he didn't have to put the black face on like Larry Parker. Let's get an Al Jolson, but it's a long swan. Damn it. And how about, of course, what Jackie Wilson segment would be complete without... Speaking of uh, the magic tricks, barely hear it. Oh, there it is. How do you like that? And it shows. Hey, Bobby, have another drink, sweetheart. Uh, he's dead. Now he was married to Sandra D. Am I right? Yes. I think so. Yeah, I, I know so. I know some real important crap, man. That's part of it. Bobby Darren was married to Sandra D. He had a real bad booze problem. I, 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 you know, I did like one song of his, okay? Name that tune. Only one that knows. That's not fair. I got the whole list here. That's my favorite Bobby Darren song. That's the only one I really like that he did. Do you like that song? I do like that song, but I like Beyond the Sea better, with all due respect. But what about... And I what like about... Night Oh, that's a novelty song. Splish, splash, I was taking a bath. Oh. All about a Saturday night. Oh. Yeah. A rough stuff and just relaxing in the dust. You can't. Thinking everything was all right. Well, I stepped out the tub and put my feet on the floor. I wrapped the towel around me and I opened and then, of course, there was always, although it wasn't that big of a hit, it was pretty good. I like it. You like it? 
I like it. Like I said, he was pretty good about it. Well, you can talk about your Julie and your Peggy Sue. You can keep your Miss Molly and your Mary Lou. When it comes to the chicken or the doing the fire. Chicken. I got a girl they call the queen of the hopper. Well, the Lord, my queen. You fairy. Absolutely. This is Neil Rogers. Boy, this is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Unmistakably, this is television at its best. Now, what is the message there? The message is that there are no knowns. There are things we know that we know. There are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things that we now know we don't know. Strong, bewildering words. But there are also unknown unknowns. There are things we do not know we don't know. That makes sense to me. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I'm just talking. It's blah, blah. It's just words. This has been a presentation of ABC News. We're hopping in the time machine. All right. Won't you come along and dream? No. Here's the golden record from WQAM. Right now. <laughs> nice doy up, Mo. It's a 1203 at 560 WQAM. Our phone screwed up if you're wondering why we're not interspersing like a lot of your really interesting calls. Because the phone is still, uh, we got an update on that yet? No. WQAM, hello. See, I'm, I'm saying that now. I'm punching up the line when I'm saying it because I know there's not going to be anywhere there. Yeah, come on, let's do a phone check real quick. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and wireless line. Nice return here after vacation. It's enough to make me want to go back. As a matter of fact, if we don't make the 1,000 votes on a pool day, Geldy is going to be doing the show all the rest of the week talking about the NFL draft. Yeah, NFL draft talk with Geldy Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4 if we don't make our 1,000 votes. And we only got 762, so we got a way to go, 763. They're pouring in by the ones, just like the calls, I'll bet. WQAM. QAM, hello. I, I don't think they're working at all. Okay, no, wouldn't surprise me. I have, I have no idea. We have no way to tell. WQAM. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Your phone's working now. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it doesn't ring, though, so you just uh, ah, pop up. You just punch it up what randomly, Just huh? punch it up and pray for a voice. That's right. <laughs> okay, just wanted to help you out with your phone check. Have okay, thanks, Pally. Nice job. Okay, there was a guy on line five. Oh! Write it down. Line five worked that time. This is unacceptable is what it is. Okay, Joe Bell. Well, Leo, we're really interested in extending your contract. <laughs> I got my foot extended all the way to the tip of your can't ready to uh, move right on in. What a clown. Clara Bell. WQAM crank line, hello. What in the hell's going on down there today? That's an excellent question. Jeez, you know, you're having to beg for a radio check, you know? Jeez man. Louise. Well, because the phone screwed up, man. Another uh, unusual QM technical problem. Well, it's amazing how I got through that. Hey, welcome where, back, buddy. Where are you? You're not going to believe this. I'm in Belgrade. Oh, my God. No wonder you want to uh, get out of there. Okay, good luck, yeah. pal. Get out fast. He's in Belgrade. Whew. Couldn't you tell by the sound and the smell? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to play this game the rest of the day. You had a good... See, I think with the music thing, it worked out pretty good for me. Yeah. I mean, not all music. Then they'd say, oh, gee, he's just playing music. They won't be able to talk show. Well, you can't talk to the public when you've got no phone. 
And I'm not going to sit here and read a bunch of bedtime stories, although i got zillions of really good ones here. Including the FDA says no, no. to medical marijuana. Put that in your pipe and let's smoke it. I'm so pissed off at Ben Harper, man, because he is so good. And By the way, even, what? Because I was uh, hearing the original the other day. Yeah. And I was hemming and hawing before when you made that outrageous declaration. No, you said you like Marvin Gaye better. You made that outrageous declaration that uh, that Ben Harper is better. Uh, yes. I gotta agree. Oh, how do you like that? Oh, 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 oh. His, his voice is so much clearer. Yeah. Oh no, he's so got much so ballsier. Much. I mean, Marvin Gaye right. was a little. I thought he was a little weak, you know. Plus he was gay. Belting no. it out, and by comparison, Plus Marvin sounded a little. After Daddy shot him, he wasn't the, you know, kind of like took the star out him, you know. Oh, I did like him with Tammy Terrell. Let's bring her ass back in time. Ray Nagin, but uh, he's you know doing the best he can. Ben Harper is great, and if you haven't seen a movie, and the only thing is his music sucks. George yeah, sent me a couple that. of Ben Harper CDs after I discovered it and saw this movie, and uh, like you said, his music that he sings is crap. Yeah, which is sad. I, I would I would I would pay a thousand dollars for a CD Ben Harper and Joan Osborne doing all the Motown hits. Right. I, I pay a thousand dollars for it. Okay, you, I, I'd you like you, I would uh, borrow it and make a copy. There you go. <laughs> I'd make you a copy for free because I'm a, a really white guy, real white. Standing in the Shadows of Motown. There's a good flick for you to watch. Great documentary. In fact, didn't that win the documentary, the Oscar in 19 in 2002? Let's say it did. No, I, I think it did. As the best documentary. It, it's fabulous, Standing in the Shadows of Motown. Of course, if you're one of those punks that don't know from Motown. Oh, we don't know no uh, ben, ben, uh, ben Gay. Oh, and speaking of Ben Gay, i got some on my shoulder. This you'll find a little bit amusing. All right. You know guys that do a lot of computer work and they get carpal tunnel syndrome in That's their right. head? Because they're right. like tapping it too oh, much. And, and having some people whose hands hover over radio buttons all day long, too. Right. Well, because I did that heavy-duty Niagara for playing the slots probably too much all weekend, mm-hmm. a week ago this weekend, and for like three or four days there, I had like real bad, the, the collarbone and my right mm-hmm. shoulder sure. and also the right side of my neck. All of that was like real sore, Absolutely. you know? So you think that's what it was? Yeah, because I got some bend, yeah, yeah. and that uh, right. seems like it's ninety nine percent gone. Just having your arm in one position for too long. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, maybe uh, you Moving can help around. Joe with that because I hear his arm is Rectum. way up there. That's what I'm hearing. That's the rumor going around town. And then, of course, the Joan Osborne. Boy, she is just now. What did she do? What uh, the one cannabis of us. thing? God, what if God it was uh, one of us? What if God smoked cannabis? I'll tell you one thing. The FDA says no, no to him too. How do you like that? Even if it's for medical purposes. How do you like that, God? Huh? Well, this isn't the one I want to hear. What is this? That's Toto. Oh, that's Toto. <laughs> that's a total uh, mistake on my part. Here she is. Sorry. Sorry, Joni. Bad move. Eat your heart out. Whatever your name was. Who the hell did this? Uh, David Ruffin. See, I get my right. Jimmy Ruffin was in The Temptations, right? This was David Ruffin, right? He's kind of Ruffin. 
You ain't no Joe Osborne, Davis. Absolutely. Anyway, you'll love that movie if you have a brain standing in the shadows of Motown. Thanks again, Suds. Thank you. That changed my life. Oh, is that the original, David yeah. Ruffin? Oh. Was I right? You were right. He's Ruffin. It's good. It's a great song. How come the music sounds just the same? I don't know. It must be a coincidence. It must be those punk brothers. 790 votes. We better get to that 850 real soon, man. Or it's going to be guilty with uh, Grab Talk all week, 10 to 4 on QAM. Yeah. I was the you know what that was? A squawk up? No, that was a shack up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I've done that before. Uh, but you have 786 votes. We better get to that 800, like I said, just to give us a little cushion here. 797. We're flying a 797. You ever fly a 777? No. One time. Just this one time I did. Boy, that's some kind of a plane. The, F, the Food and Drug Administration said that, uh, Thursday. Well, how come this story is? Oh, I see. That it does not. CNN's a little slow in getting around with the news. Well, that's because this has got nothing to do with those Duke uh, lacrosse players. The FDA said Thursday it does not support the use of marijuana for medical purposes. The FDA said, in fact, Ricky Williams is pretty upset about that because even the dolphins can't use it. The FDA said in a statement that it and other agencies with the HHS had concluded that... No, see, there are sometimes I say things that I think I'm the only person in the world who understands what I'm talking about, and what, that bothers me a little bit. What are you talking about? Uh, well, you got that. They've concluded that no sound scientific studies support medical use of marijuana for treatment in the U.S. In the U.S., in other words, if you're like abroad or you're like a guy somewhere outside of the U.S., like Canada, it's okay, it's good for you, but not in the U.S. Eh? Yeah, and no animal or human data supported the safety or efficacy of marijuana for general medical use. A number of states have passed legislation allowing marijuana use for medical purposes, but the FDA says these measures are inconsistent with efforts to ensure that medications undergo the rigorous scientific scrutiny of the FDA approval process, like uh, Zantac. Not Zantac. What is it? Zantac. What is the other one? Uh, uh, with a V. No, with a V. Viagra? Vioxx. Oh. Vioxx. The scrutiny of the FDA. Like thalidomide, for example. <laughs> yeah. Right. The statement contradicts a 99 finding from the Institute of Medicine, part of the National Academy of Sciences, which reported that marijuana's active components are potentially effective in treating nausea, pain, the anorexia of AIDS wasting, and other symptoms, and should be tested rigorously in clinical, uh, clinical or critical trials. Bruce Merkin, Director of Communications for the Marijuana Policy Project, a real pothead it sounds like, said Thursday, if anybody needed proof the FDA has become totally politicized, this is it. This isn't a scientific statement, it's a political statement, he said, he, um, in his statement. A lot of statements. Merkin said a rabid congressional opponent of medical marijuana, Representative Mark Souter, Republican of Indiana, asked the FDA to make this statement. Souter, chairman of the House Government Reform Subcommittee on Drug Policy, has said the promotion of medical marijuana is simply a red herring for the legalization of marijuana for recreational use. He's another one I'm right-wing goody two-shoes, and he's probably got 8,000 sex toys hidden in his closet, okay, and a blow-up doll of uh, Pee Wee Herman. Right. I guarantee I bet my life on it. And a big vial of crack. Right. And probably 16 bottles of Vioxx on his uh, coffee table. 794. We better get to that 800, man, so we can, like, breathe easy, okay? 796. Real slow. Or maybe they want to hear Geldy doing draft talk all week. I'm not joking about that either. Or drag talk. Drag talk? 
Five, six, seven. We would take some calls, but we can't. Okay? We're supposed to be a talk radio station, and we can't take any calls because the phone's all over. Now, is this all building-wide? Uh, I don't know. What, what about in the uh, main studio? How could it have worked in Hank's studio this morning, and now it's not? Is that what you're telling me? That's what they tell me. Who's they? The powers that be. Well, not I, Robert I asked, Creeper and the Beast. Beast not Robert and the Beast. Is that who you're them, talking about? I asked them if the phones were working the way they were supposed to this morning, and they were. Tell, tell Robert that only line Nine. is the only one that's working. You think that's just a coincidence? It must be. I can smell his fingers in it. What do they smell like? Dry Concept, simply the best carpet cleaning company in the business, reminds you that springtime has arrived. Cleaning your windows and doing a little dusting here or there may give the appearance your home is clean. You know how that surface cleaning goes, don't you? I sure do. But until you deep clean all the dirt and germs settle deep down in your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, even your bedding, it just isn't really clean now, is it? Dry Concepts is offering springtime special to help you with all your spring cleaning, and they're always just a phone call away. Don't forget, Dry Concepts specialize in upholstery cleaning, leather cleaning, drapery cleaning, oriental rug cleaning, water damage restoration, pet odor treatments, and mattress cleaning to get rid of those nasty, pesky dust mites and lots more. I've been using them for over 21 years in my home, and I'll guarantee you they'll do a fabulous job, give you a written guaranteed price up front, and you'll want to use them over and over again. So don't just half clean your home this spring. Call Dry Concepts today. Have your home clean from top to bottom. Always show up on time. Always professional. Always do a fabulous, unbeatable job at Dry Concepts. Call them toll-free in Dade Broward of the Palm Beaches, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or on the Wicked Web, it's dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. Hey, that's a good-looking guy. Ladies and gentlemen. I could offer only one tip for the future. Act strange, and people will leave you alone. The rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Put a slinky around your neck and try to walk downstairs backwards headfirst. Sit naked in a large bowl of Rice Krispies and sing feelings while the kernels go snap, crackle, and pop. Go up to a ticket booth and try to stick your head through the hole where they say how much. Lick a stranger. Tell them you're from Bosnia and you're a country. It's a sign of respect. Take lots of pills. One of them might work. Occasionally ask a stranger if they've heard anything from Lewis. Be annoying. During an IRS audit, staple the guy's hand to his desk. Moon, a funeral. Play go fetch with a seeing-eyed dog while he's working. Run naked through a mall yelling, Killer bees, killer bees. Say the word titty without smiling. Try to figure out who said Paulie Shore should star in movies. Don't be surprised if it's the same guy who said John Gacy should work with kids. Ask an old lady if you can carry her groceries and try to make a run for it. Disappear for great lengths of time. Try to touch your forehead with your tongue. It may not work, but many women will appreciate the effort. At a high school reunion, tell your old English teacher that your dog's still eating your homework. Ask Mark McGuire if he'll take a million dollars for one of his balls. Try to find the secret to Caratop's success. Understand your conception was an accident. 
that your parents got wasted and wanted a few more laughs before they passed out. Try not to lose your finger in your nose. Take up Bob Costas and toss him on the lawn next door. Go on a car trip with Bob Costas and force him to stay in his car seat. Try to dribble Bob Costas. Ask all your friends and family for forgiveness. Knowing you, you've done some crap that's really pissed them off. Wish no ill will to anyone, unless you don't like them. Then screw them, they're on their own. Realize anyone who says they're completely happy are completely full of crap. Ask a hell's angel if he's a woman, or has he always walked like that? Understand that there are bad people in the world, and you may just be one of them. Sniff an old lady. Imagine Gomer Pyle in a gay bar trying to get lucky. Do this without laughing. Find what's left of your innocence. Understand it, embrace it, protect it, and every so often, take it out for a nice nosh. Care enough not to care. Hum while you eat. Act strange, and people will leave you alone. I was just wondering. What were you just wondering? I'm not really sure which one of the, whether it was Bill Medley or Bobby Hatfield, the righteous brother dry, died from uh, a little nose problem. Broken nose? I wonder if he's in rock and roll heaven, you think? I said. Or maybe he's in radio hell. This sounds like uh, something from Plain Misty for me, doesn't it? Oh, that. Uh, I realize it's right in the middle of the lunch hour. Here's a new diet, okay? It'll keep you from eating for our days. Oh, yeah. Bobby Sherman. You failed. Love is pain. <laughs> Could he belt out a quarter of an ounce of sound? Yes. Oh, man. Okay, i got to have a jingle for the next one. Well, you're right. We might just play music. Let's change the whole format. All right. I mean, we I can't take calls because the phone's all screwed up, and I'm not hearing a damn thing about it. Me either. Are you hearing it? No. I made a bleep from that previous jingle. Was, uh, I got it. I understood. I'm sure you did. Now we're talking. I hear Bobby's on the lamb is what I'm hearing. And the lamb is squealing pretty loud. Remember what Apollonia said. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> oh. 
Absolutely. Okay. Here's a fact from Andy in Miami Beach. Oh, this is a long and uh, convoluted. The fact that CBS is put, oh, well, what, can I do this first? Yeah, Please, better. do it. Because now it's official. Big news from FMQB. CBS Radio and XM Satellite Radio have entered into an unprecedented agreement that will mark the return of Opie and Anthony. Oh, my God. To CBS Radio stations in seven major markets. WFN went on. This, this cracks me up. Seven major markets that include West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach is not a major market, okay, you idiots at FKMB, whatever you are, idiots. WFNY New York, KLLI Dallas, WYSP Philadelphia, WBCN Boston, KRKZ in Pittsburgh, WXRK in Cleveland, and WPBZ, isn't that the buzz? I don't know. In West Palm Beach? I'll tell you I think that's the buzz. Beginning Wednesday, April 26th, that's the day after tomorrow. Day after Tuesday, Monday, Saturday. Under the terms of the agreement, CBS Radio will broadcast a three-hour version of the Opie and Anthony show featuring Greg Opie Hughes, Anthony Cumia, and Jim Norton on their stations from 6 to 9 a.m. This is, you better take notes. Okay. On their stations from 6 to 9 a.m. each weekday morning, except in Cleveland, where the program air from 3 to 6 p.m. The three-hour program will originate from CBS Radio's WFNY New York studio and be simulcast on XM in an uncensored format, while the CBS Radio version will be FCC-friendly. There will be a lot of goes in there. ONA, well then, in fact, Duff's going to put the headphones on again. If you're listening on the, in Palm Beach on that stage, you're going to be hearing no, no, no. a lot in that show. ONA, Opening Anthony, will then continue to broadcast from 9 to 11 a.m. exclusively for XM's more than 6.5 million subscribers, assuming, of course, that those people are all listening, which they're not, live from their current XM studio in New York. Opie and Anthony will have the option to keep their channel live until noon on XM. <laughs> Taking a page from the Stern's book like an endurance contest. Anything else, Robin? Previously, the channel automatically cut off at 11 a.m. Not no more. They're going to be on forever till they run out of gas. As part of the deal, ONA will get back all their bits and material from their days at WNEW. Opie and Anthony gave the dual broadcast a dry run today, making the announcement at 9 a.m. on both the CBS radio outlets and on XM. The show was done from Howard Stern's old studio at WFNY. The first guest to come in and speak with Opie and Anthony was CBS radio chairman and CEO Joel Hollander. When ONA asked for advice from Hollander, his response was, get me ratings, as opposed to Joe Bell, who would say, get me oxygen. Also in the studio was XM uh, EVP, uh, whatever that is, Executive Vice President of Programming, Eric Logan, who told the duo, do the same show you've been doing. Hollander cut in and joked, but not on my ear. <laughs> Logan continued, everybody's talked and made an issue of how Opie and Anthony have failed. Oh, look at that, it's break time already. Well, Jeez. time flies well, when you're having fun. Well, I'll music. get back to that and Andy's facts. And uh, other Africanized killer bees are calling South Florida home. That's the reason I played that. Uh, oh, killer bees. Killer bees. Well, I, no, but as soon could, as I saw that be. story online, I thought of that bit, which is why I pulled it out in the bit, too. 29 past noon already. My God, we're getting closer to gelding time all the time. Oh, man, all the gelding you can handle and then a whole lot more. Here's a silly question. Have you tried the pizza and pasta John the Baker's yet? Well, if you have any taste at all, the answer is obviously yes. But if not, what are you waiting for? Because John the Baker is the best Italian restaurant this side of University Drive. And now two great locations for you. The brand-new John the Baker in the Sterling Town Center, Sterling Road, just west of Pine Island, Cooper City. And the classic John the Baker in Pembroke Pine, just west of Flamingo in the Home Depot Center on Pines Boulevard. The food is absolutely outrageously good. Big, big, huge portions of all your favorite homestyle Italian delights and some of the best pizza you've ever had in your life. Plus, with John the Baker's low, low prices, you can take the whole family for lunch or dinner and stay well within your budget. 
Be sure to ask for the Neal Deal. Please go in there and ask for the Neal Deal, because otherwise Duff is going to cry like a child. It's a large 16-inch pizza, a half dozen garlic rolls, and two fountain cokes. All of these things for only fourteen seventy-five. Take out or dine in tonight. For takeout in Pembroke Pines, call 954-431-4315. Or in Cooper City, call 954-252-0091. Pizza, pasta, veal, chicken, parmesan, sausage, and peppers, all your favorite subs, and lots more. John the Baker, the best in South Florida. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. Kitty litter just got a whole lot tastier. I'm guessing it's beneath either gum, rubber cement, or pork. You were stuffing your pants with food. And I have to keep my can of spray cheese under the sink. A cooking competition unlike anything you've ever seen before. Want me up some of that diarrhea soup? With the help of three master chefs. I get my kicks from 18 cats. <laughs> Each celebrity has only 50 minutes to prepare a three-course gourmet meal. I'm looking for something in an after-dinner burrito. It's wild. Your I have a ham in my pants. Celebrity Cooking Showdown. Yeah, I can listen to this until 2 o'clock. Underrated songs of all time. Now, that may sound like a strange uh, way to put it. Uh, it's a great song. Strain rhymes with train. Train. Love trains. Strain, I love it. Down the drain, like QAM. Hey, how's Clarabelle doing? <clears throat> what a joke. Anyway, here's the uh, fashion man in Miami Beach in regard to Oprah and Anthony. The fact that CBS put them into their morning slot shows just how low broadcast radio has sunk. Oh, broadcast radio. Well, what about they're also on the XM, see, Andy? If you think Geldy doesn't have a voice for radio... Just listen to Opie. I mean, have you ever heard them? I've never heard them. No, just that one clip that we saw in the news a long time ago it. during their flap. I didn't see it. it like Even more pathetic is when Opie tries to read a news article. Oh, reading news articles on the air, that's so bad. That's for losers. He has the reading skills of a 10-year-old constantly breaking his teeth. Nevertheless, while the show can be contrived at times, it is light years out of a pathetic show like Paul and Ron, which isn't saying much, and I, I would agree with that. Also, a nice move by QM putting Hank's update guy in front of the uh, Macarena this morning is if anyone's going to be there early in the morning more than 12 hours before the game, the AAA arena. I looked at the webcam on the Herald, and there was also one little tent on the sidewalk surra- surrounded by emptiness. 
Also, it was directly across the street from where a construction worker fell from the 40th floor of a new building going up last week. Quite benefiting is the stench of death seems to penetrate QAM, permeate and penetrate. I would agree with that. Oh, I can smell it all the way up here. Clear Channel is Randy Rhodes on WYNZ, Phil Henry on WYOD. All they need now is to buy you out, sign unemployed suds to put everyone on WYOD to reconstitute the greatest radio station of all time. Talk about living in the past. They can syndicate across the country, and no other talk station will be able to compete. <laughs> a programmer, right? Living in the past, okay? Okay? Okay. Right. Sad. 842 votes on the poll. We're going to get that thousand in spite of what you were saying. Josh, do we get it? What did I tell you? 8:42. No Swetsky, but uh, you know, don't don't ease off now. Keep leaning on it. Remember Bill Withers and lean on me. Mm-hmm. Right here. Which no? Which of these do you care about least? Bill Withers was like a step away from Bobby Goldsboro. Very depressing music. Oh God, music to commit suicide by. There he is, Bill Withers. Lean on it. Lean on it. Smack it. Spank it. Here we go. We can hear the rip off. Slap him in the side of the haze. Little spicy. What's that? It's the ripoff. The remake. What ripoff? Well, they redid this, don't you know? At Who least did? once. Club Nouveau. Never heard of that. I'll wait till the drum machine kicks. Oh. Even now I'm starting to get like throw up in my mouth a little bit. Ugh. <laughs> okay, that's enough. 843, NHL playoffs. They couldn't care less. 242. I wonder if anybody's replaying any of that. That would really piss off the audience bad. Oh, you know something? I think they are. They're in commercial break right now. Just wait. The Missing Chicken Aruba, Natalie Holloway, 212. See what a great memory I got? The Marlins, 159. In fact, I think more people know their name than anybody who plays for the Marlins beside Miguel Cabrera and uh, uh, learning the spell with Dontrell. Know anybody else on the team? No. The Marlins, 159. They don't like you, David. The Duke Rape Case, 98. That should, have, that should be like way ahead of everything else. Why should we care about that? Lacrosse players, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, lacrosse players are horny. What's, what's the big deal? Were they lacrosse dressers? Probably. NFL Draft 77. They're whipped up on that, baby. It's coming up this weekend. Uh-oh, look at this. Right along the board. Watch right in this area. Right in front of the old Everybody Nashville Predator net. The little cross check in the back. And suddenly... This series is starting to heat up. It's Cavity heating up right big time. Now let's see who's doing the this game. See, there you go. There she is. Pop, 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 pop. This is the NBC F and Way, man. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, it's Chris Cuthbert again. A Duke Rape Case 98. NFL Draft 78. The new Osama Tape 46. And the price of gas only 10. Solamente 10. DHE. And, of course, everybody's uh, pissed off and fired up. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. And thank you, Joe Bell, for a fantastic studio where everything doesn't work. Me, yes, I'm a black man. <laughs> oh, man. See, he gets through no matter what. You know, if, they, if they cut the phone line, he'd right. still get on there. Still you know what I mean? He'd be at the window. <laughs> They're not uh, doing much, I'll tell you that. Hi, I'm on the air. Are, is that you? Yeah, no, you're not. Oh, that was it? Was that it? I thought that was a lady. Was that uh, Prozac uh, Ron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you tell? That sounded Are like a lady me? to me. Well, yeah, it does sound like a lady. No, I'm, I'm serious. That was a lady. That was him, trust lady me. Lady Ron. Yeah. The new Dude looks like, like a lady rat. to me. I could play that. 
Five six seven. Now, so we have had no comment. You're probably lucked out because some people are going to probably call in and rip you in ass. Even though we know you did a fabulous job yeah. last week. That's what Josh said. He said George did a fantastic job getting me that check when it came in the mail. I did. That's all he cared about. He couldn't have cared if you just mumbled for four hours. Every that's day. what I did. Well, so what's different about that? Nothing. Eight hundred and fifty-five votes. I think we really got to show. We better get to over nine hundred by the top of the hour. I don't want to like get pushy. I don't want to push it too much, but nevertheless, yeah. Just to be on the safe side, never count your votes before they hatch, before they orange hatch. Rhymes with catch. How's Joyce doing, by the way? Anybody smell that bitch this How's week? She doing what? It's only Monday. I don't know. Making our life miserable. I think she needs to go to prison. That bitch. Yeah, I would agree with that. As a matter of fact, speaking of that, guess if the phone doesn't work tomorrow, guess what I'm going to play for four hours tomorrow. They say our love is taboo. Yeah, four hours tomorrow if the phones don't work. You know, South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There's boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, arts fairs galore, and lots more. If you're a trade show exhibitor, the only name you need to know is Pubset. Pubset creates the absolute top-of-the-line attention-grabbing steel customers from the competition trade show displays. Call 954-772-7275 right now, and Pubset will get you set for success. When it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, Pubset has been the very best for 14 years. 954-772-7275. Write it down on your sleeve for Pubset. 954-772-7275. From design to set up, Pubset can handle all your trade show needs. Rest assured, Pubset will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate. You only get one chance to look great. Pubset's the way to do it. Call 954-772-7275 or go online to pubsetsf.com. For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, Pubset is the only way to do it. Look for my big, ugly picture on their building along Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Call them today, 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. Nothing works here. I hate this place. Nothing works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. I hate this place. Nothing works here. Well, then. Welcome to the Mohammed David Memory Law Center. How can I help you today? Come on, spill it. I ain't got all day. I forgot. How the hell do you expect to me to do anything there for you? Do what for me? Whatever it is that did it. Hey, didn't you wait on the radio? It could be. I must have blocked it out. Who are you? Never mind that. What are you doing here? I didn't know I was. Well, you are now. So, uh, welcome to the Mohammed and David of Memory Law Center. How can I help you today? Uh-huh. I said... Uh, uh, was that you I said that to? I can't think I... What? 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 You think maybe we ought to get a job in sports radio? Certainly. What makes you so sure? Your hand is rubbing my leg. <laughs> Why, you, I ought to... Wait a minute, son. What was I going to do? Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> He's a tiger. Jim Oh, I'm going to 
Oh, here's a song we haven't heard in a million years and probably don't want to hear again soon. Oh, it's not on this side. It's on the other disc. Don't you hate when that happens? I do. What is Although, it? Speaking, speaking of the Rolling Stone, were we speaking of that just before and uh, David Cops back? Yeah. I don't believe it. That, well, we're big rock singers, we got golden fingers, and we love everywhere we go. Sounds like us. We sing about beauty and we sing about truth at $10,000 a show. Right. We take all kind of pills that give us all kind of thrills, but the thrills. So what the hell does that have to do with Sharon Stone anyway? 1249 at QM, we got Geldia too. In spite of public demand, in fact, there are... We're hearing from the QM News Department there are people riding in front of the building on the corner of 202nd and uh, Northwest 7th Avenue. Are they? In protest. They're holding up protest signs. Enough enough of the squeaking already, but uh, we can't stop. Here's a fact that says, I enjoy watching 2020 because sometimes they air a segment about lies and myths. Oh, they must uh, have the segment of the Greg Reed and the Joe Bell segment coming up. One segment was about people complaining about the price of gas going up when gas prices haven't gone up much in over 20 years. I'm not complaining. Let me explain. Oh, no. Oh, and this is a whole pseudo-intellectual yeah, thing about he bought a Honda Accord yeah. and about uh, you don't drive. Neil, don't you drive a Corvette? Well, I don't drive anything because I haven't got a car here, and my cars go basically undriven. How do you like that? What octane do you have to use? 93 octane? Oh, well, you bought it. Well, guess what? I get like a... 23 in the city and about 26 in the highway in those cars. I get excellent mileage, in addition to which uh, I can afford the gas. How do you like that, Henry? Hey, Henry. Oh! I work 12 miles away. I only have one exercise activity less than two miles away. I don't see all the monster trucks like Hummers I used to see all over the place. The young punks in their supposed, uh, in their souped-up turbo cars, souped-up spelled wrong, which can only uh, use 93 octane, aren't racing around as much as before. Driving for me isn't as stressful as before. I understand the rise in the price of gas also has an effect on other things that we spend on going up. But in Europe, the price, well, nobody cares about it in Europe, mm -hmm. okay? Europe is small, okay? Everything is close. There are a lot of cities in Europe where you can, like, walk to everywhere. You ever try to walk from your home to, like, uh, downtown to Miami? Like, to get the mail or anything? Yeah, right, no. To anywhere. Maybe when people buy their next cars, they analyze what they need and not what their inflated heads want. Says, happy yeah, driving, son. Yeah, that's yeah, up yours, Henry, okay? I hope that you and George Bush have a great life together, okay? Good God, what a jackass, what an idiot. Take a hike, Henry, schmuck. Yeah, you have a car. And guess what? I got two Corvettes. How do you like that, Henry? A 2004 and a 2005. And between the two of them, they don't have 5,000 miles on them. You only wish you had a Corvette, schmuck, with your souped-up old piece of turf, with your uh, Model T. Probably drives an Edsel. 882 votes. We aren't going to get that 900 by the top of the other. They're going to make it tense again, okay? 882. Now, seriously, I, I know this may sound like a joke. Yeah. And knowing where I'm working, it probably is. Get but ready. Get ready. It's loud. already almost 1 o'clock, and you tell me that the phone thing is just, uh, it's just uh, there? It, it is what it is. There it is. Meaning what? Meaning they, you know, you know what happens, right? They call in a ticket. Yeah. And then the phone company does what they do about tickets. Mm-hmm. Well, how is it that they the phone seemed to work all house. morning long, and all of a sudden at 10 o'clock the phone just died? I could hear right, right from my phone here, I heard. I'm dying out of here. Well, that was the end of that. Two different phone systems, first of all, as you know, or as you may not know. What, the one in Hank's studio is a different phone system? Correct. Well, no, wait a minute. I think. 
No. All right. No, that's not true because if I act, no, you you no, know no, that's no, not you true. You're full of it because if I accidentally hit a button listen, here in the morning, misinterpreting you voice on here. You're, you're misinterpreting wrong. what I say by system. Yeah. Different pieces of equipment, different brand names on the machines, same lines, but those are obviously ringing and these aren't. You're not t- not knocking Telos now, are you? Why not? No, I'm just I'm just asking. I hope you are. Because they suck. See, the, the, the ringing line, the visual aspect, that has to come from a particular signal that these phones have to pick up, and that's what's not translating somehow. We're not getting enough of a signal from BellSouth for this insensitive equipment. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, that was, I don't think I even punched one up, and he still got through. That was good. He's got powers. WQAM. Hiya, Leah. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, now we got now we got imitators. Very bad. Oh, hey, that's something. That's a start. Imitating line, it's a start boy. to like a real call here. Let's see if we can get one on. We got a whole new level. QAM. Hola. WQAM, hello. No, I don't think we can get one on. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If this isn't fixed tomorrow, I am playing music all day tomorrow. I'm telling you that right now. Because this is supposed to be a talk show, and I realize that a lot of times I sit here, and how about if I didn't have any bedtime stories? I mean, I happen to have like a huge pile. But, uh, you know, that, that's a little bit too much like work to me for the kind of chump change that they're paying me. They want to extend this contract, man. Like I said, I got my finger and my foot extended in their direction, big time. Now, line nine continues to work, and that's because it's the Robert Creeper line. Hello. You got any leftover bacon? Yeah, we got some bacon all right for you. <laughs> Don't get porky with me, schmuck. Sounded Jewish anyway. Yeah, Trafe, it's Trafe. You're gonna burn in hell. Okay, you better ma- make your uh, amend your ways with the Lord. Eight ninety one. Top of the hour, we'll have nine hundred. We we should be able to slide in there to a thousand, don't you think? Easily. If not, we're just gonna we're just gonna have to preempt the first part of the Gildy Show till we get that thousand votes. Speaking of, you haven't got a prayer when you work on this radio station. Fresh from a bruising federal court fight over the teaching of evolution, Georgia marched back into the culture wars last week when Governor Sonny Perdue signed a bill allowing Bible classes in public high schools. An estimated 8% of the nation's schools offer some form of Bible study, but the Georgia law is the first to set a state guideline and earmark public dollars for a Bible course. Because the good book says... (laughs) Five other states are considering similar measures. Georgia's school board is until February 2007 to decide how the courses should be taught, and forces on both sides of the issue are bracing for a messy battle. In the past, school Bible lessons were informal. Now two groups with national influence and powerful backers are offering states comprehensive curricula. Last fall, the nonprofit Bible Literacy Project, isn't that like uh, oxymoron? Uh Uh-huh. Published the Bible and its influences, a textbook endorsed by moderate Christian and Jewish groups. So far, 30 schools are teaching the pilot program, and the group says 800 schools have shown interest. Meanwhile, the National Council for Bible Curriculum in Public Schools, backed by a long list of conservative evangelicals, including the unctuous Pat Robertson, says its curriculum is already taught in 353 school districts. However, if Georgia opts free the program, it will be the first time that a state has officially adopted a Bible curriculum as the Goyishing of America continues, okay? The Farbison and Goyishing of America is well underway. So, like I said, you better get it right with the Lord, man, or you're in deep, deep crap. Hey, oh, God! That's the one. Or we're going to, like, Joyce your ass. 1256 at 560 WQM. Geldy coming up at 2. We got the Mad Dog from the uh, AAA today. It's the yeah. show. And then the Marlin game tonight. Marlins at the Cubs. And we're going to be able to play the Cubs. You'll be watching that game, Josh? Yes, I will. Me neither. 
Oh boy, it's the one to two hour. George, a lot of people want you to get rid of Rumsfeld. But I'm the decider, and I decide... Hold it, hold it. Decider isn't a word. You can say decision maker, or I'm the boss, but decider isn't a word. Fauci. What? I isn't... What are you talking about? You're just making up words to annoy me. Washington What's wrong with you? So I hear the voices. You're hearing voices. Our children are grown for body parts. He's hallucinating again. Get the stun gun. I'm incoherent, but I, I, I'm in, 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 in. Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for in QAM. That's all the preview of what you're going to be hearing in four hours tomorrow because this place can't get the phones working and we're uh, all screwed up. And no, nobody seems to be uh, like running around like chickens with their head cut off, are they? Like nobody cares. I thought we can see from in here now. Anyway, we got uh, three great movies for you. The Dreamers. No, that's not a great movie. It's just, uh, you know, something to it's watch. It's Eva Green naked. So Eva Green very naked for long periods of time. Great, even though I don't Michael know what Pitt about. naked, although he uh, he looks good in that movie. Like I said, the wonders of makeup are incredible. And then the kid, I don't know who the kid is that plays her brother. Pretty ugly. So if you want to see young naked people in the 68 Paris uh, student riots and, like, uh, just hanging out, hanging it out, there's uh, The Dreamers, directed by Bernardo Bertolucci. I wonder if he's kin to uh, Valerie Bertinelli, you think? Probably not. I don't not. know. I'll ask next time. Uh, American Dreams, don't go and see. We had one call on that when we actually could take a couple of calls. And here's two really good ones, The Forgotten with Julianne Moore. Okay. I need to check that out. Uh, it's, it's basically about the uh, bond between uh, a mother and her child. Right. I saw, the uh, I guess, the beginnings of it, but I never uh, saw it. It's a sci-fi it. thing. Okay. And the DVD includes two versions of it. You've got two different endings. And if you don't like the first ending, watch the second one. Okay. <laughs> you know. Uh, that's good. And maybe there'll be like a insurance. third or fourth ending. I'd like this show today if you don't like the ending. Let's see. Bruce says, I'm through with Hollywood. They can't come up with an original idea if you rattle their cage and beat them over the head with it. They're actually coming out with a remake of the Poseidon Adventure. I'm mm. through with them, says Bruce. We're through with you. By the way, welcome back. And the phone company sucks major ass beans. He says, well, there's some, such a thing as has beans, and then there's mm -hmm. ass beans. I think they're vanilla flavored. And Joyce knows how they both taste. Now, the other good movie is, anyway, The Forgotten with the Julianne Moore. Well, who else is in that? Is there anybody in it? I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, Gary Sinise. Okay, he's good. There you go. And the other movie, which I think is sensational, and Hank thought was very good, although he was kind of like noncommittal. But George thinks it sucks, and that's a Coen Brothers film, The Man Who Wasn't There, with a fantastic cast. Right. Billy Bob Thornton. Great who, uh, story. Great plot. Francis McDormand and mm -hmm. James Gandolfini, who is not a uh, soprano in this one. Right. He's actually a very good actor and not just a guido. He can no, no, he's very good in this. A lot of and things, then, of course, right. he dies while well, he yeah, well, died kind of a messy death. It happens a lot of the Coen Brothers movies. Huh? In Coen Brothers movies, usually uh, people yeah, die. A lot of people yeah. die. 
And then, of course, in the end, uh, well, I don't want to get spoiled. Yeah, don't do it. Okay. A lot of surprises in it. No, but it's very good. Those, those yeah, good so parts. it's black and white, and it's dark, and it's noir, it's and it's slow. Uh, slow. Boy, it's yeah, it's slow. slow. And, uh, and and Billy Bob right. Thornton is a barber, and uh, you know. And he. And then uh, the pansy comes to town. Uh -huh. So you got to admit the dry, the dry cleaning business was a good enterprise, except sure. for the fact the pansy just stole his money and left town. Yeah, nice. Well, piece. actually, the pansy didn't leave town, but at any rate, nice piece on the pansy too. That. You know something that was sensational. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, only Moe's piece uh, was in the league with that thing. I mean, that thing was moving around for sure. So the man who wasn't there and uh, the forgotten. And if you're really rotten, the dreamers, it's just uh, got a lot of naked uh, young people. A lot of flesh. Mm -hmm. See, that line nine keeps ringing. That's the only one. And that couldn't, that's always a bad call. QAM. See what I mean? That's always the, the only guy we got on there is the Eddie uh, imitator, who's very... Keep working on it, man. You're so weak. So weak. In fact, maybe you could, like, uh, make him a copy. Of the voicemail? Yeah. I'll leave it at the desk. The front desk. you got to get your ba-boop, ba-boop, ba-boop. you got to get those right. you got to work on it. It's just the passion that you can feel when it's the real Yeah, right. Life. This guy is so lame. Very weak. CIA warned Bush of no WMD in Iraq. The Central Intelligence Agency warned U.S. President George W. Bush before the Iraq War that it had reliable information. The government of Saddam Hussein had no weapons of mass destruction. A retired CIA operative has disclosed. But the operative, Tyler Drumheller, said top White House officials simply brushed off the warning, saying they were no longer interested in intelligence and that the policy toward Iraq had already been set. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. As if we didn't already know these things. You know, all of this stuff, there, there's enough evidence to convict a thousand different people here, and it's a bada beep, bada boop, bada -ba, like, uh, well, what do we care? The disclosure made in an interview with CBS's 60 Minutes program due to be broadcast, uh, I guess it was on yesterday. I, I didn't it. see it. Me too. Adds to earlier accusations that the Bush administration used intelligence selectively as it built its case for the March 2003 invasion of Iraq and the toppling of Saddam's regime and the statue. The administration claimed in the run round, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop. An extensive CIA led probe undertaken after the U.S. military took control of Iraq failed to turn up any WMD, as you know. And Bush is making a joke out of it while all these people, kids and husbands and fathers and brothers and uh, uncles and whatever, and the uh, aunts and the sisters, they're all dead. Almost 2,400, by the way, 2,391. For those who dare to be great, like, uh, what's his name would say with a hair lip? What was his name? Joaquin Phoenix? No, no, the the guy in Orlando uh, that you don't know who he is. Oh, that guy. Dare to be great. I only know two hairless man. Oh, uh, Cheech Marin, he's a hairless. No, 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 Phoenix no. and my uh, former best friend. Are you picking on River Phoenix again? No. Nine hundred nine votes. Nine oh nine. Is that really his brother? By the way, Michael uh, Pitt is not related to Brad Pitt, which is kind of interesting because uh, facially they look pretty much the same, and I think their nipples look very similar too. I noticed, but other than that, uh, no relation. And he is really ugly. Oh, man. He is just nasty looking. So maybe, maybe like during the filming of that movie, he looked good, and then he woke up the next day and he got a case of the uglies or something. That's possible. Maybe that's what it is. They do amazing things with makeup, as you know. They, they really do. Just ask uh, Hayden Christensen. He'll tell you. <clears throat> man, that, that kid's got like, he's got crater puss. He makes mm -hmm. Wayne look like an old smoothie. I got I got these articles. I don't know if I want to read articles today. If I'm if I'm in the mood to do that, because Doug Thompson's got a good one here. Pretty interesting stuff too. Well, I want to hear it. Oh, how about just one? Is deception the best way to serve one's country? Doug Thompson, Capitol Hill Blue. I know the answer. 
The handwritten note lay in the bottom drawer of my old roll-top desk, one I bought for 50 bucks in a junk store in Richmond, Virginia, 39 years ago. Remember the old roll-top desks? Sure. Those are neat. I have a roll-top caddy. The only the only bad thing of those is when it gets stuck. Yeah. Dear Doug and Amy, it read, thanks for dinner and for listening. The signature was a... I think, I think this is a repeat. I think I read this once before, but it's it worth familiar. reading again. Huh? It sounds familiar. The signature was a bold John, and the letterhead on the note simply said John B. Connolly. It was dated July 14, 82. I did read this before, but nevertheless, it's worth reading again. Goes to show you, never trust your government. I met John Connolly on a TWA flight from Kansas City to Albuquerque earlier that year. The former governor of Texas, the man who took one of the bullets from the assassination that killed President Kennedy, was headed to Santa Fe to buy a house. Yes, I read this not that long ago, but I'm going to read it again. The meeting wasn't an accident. The flight originated in Washington, and I sat in the front row of the cabin, coach cabin. During a stop in Kansas City, I saw Connolly get on the plane and settle into a first-class seat, so I walked off the plane, upgraded to a first-class seat right ahead of the governor. Remember this story? Mm-hmm. I not only wanted to meet the man who was with Kennedy on that day in Dallas in 63, but as the communication director for the re-election campaign of Congressman Manuel Lujan of New Mexico, I thought he might be willing to help out on what was a tough campaign. When the plane was in the air, I introduced myself and said I was working on Luhan's campaign. Connolly's face lit up. He invited me to move to the MTC next to him. How is Manuel? Is there anything I can do to help, he said. By the time we landed in Albuquerque, Connolly had agreed to do a fundraiser for Luhan. A month later, he flew back to New Mexico, where Amy and I picked him up for the fundraiser. Afterward, we took him to dinner. Connolly was both gracious and charming and told us many stories about Texas politics. As the evening wore on and the multiple bourbon and branch waters took their effect, he started talking about November 22nd, 63 in Dallas. You know, I was one of the ones who advised Kennedy to stay away from Texas, Connolly said. Lyndon Johnson was being a real a-hole about the whole thing and insisted. Uh-huh. Connolly's mood darkened as he talked about Dallas. When the bullet hit him, he said he felt like he'd been kicked in the ribs and couldn't breathe. He spoke kindly of Jackie Kennedy and said he admired both her bravery and composure. I had to ask, did he think Lee Harvey Oswald fired the gun that killed Kennedy? Absolutely not, Connolly said. I do not for one second believe the conclusions of the Warren Commission. Absolutely not. So why not speak out? Because I love this country, we needed closure at the time. I'll never speak out publicly about what I believe. We took him back to catch a late flight to Texas. He shook my hand, kissed Amy on the cheek, and walked up the ramp to the plane. We saw Connolly and his wife a couple more times when they came to New Mexico, but he sold his house a few years later as part of a bankruptcy settlement. He died in 93, and I believe never spoke publicly about how he doubted the findings of the Warren Commission. Connolly's note serves as yet another reminder that in our democratic republic, or what's left of it, few things are seldom as they seem. Like him, I never accepted the findings of the Warren Commission. Too many illogical conclusions. John Kennedy's death and the doubts that surrounded to this day marked the beginning of the end of American idealism. The cynicism grew with the lies of Vietnam and the senseless deaths of too many thousands of young Americans in a war that never should have been fought. Doubts about the integrity of those we elect as our leaders festers today as this country finds itself embroiled in another senseless war based on too many lies. John Connolly felt he served his country best by concealing his doubts about the Warren Commission's whitewash, but his silence may have contributed to the growing perception that our elected leaders can rewrite history to fit their political agendas. Had Connolly spoken out as a high-ranking political figure with doubts about the official version of what happened, it might have sent a signal that Americans deserve the truth from their government, even when that truth hurts. Yeah, I read that a few weeks ago, and you know what? It's worth the reading again. Anybody who believes that Warren Commission report, I've got like 80 acres of land in the Everglades right there in the middle of uh, Seminole Country. Fifteen cent an acre. Nine hundred fifteen votes on the poll. I think we've got a legitimate shot. We got, we're going to do it. Nine twenty. They're coming in in chunks. Can you can you smell the chunks? They're coming in, in chunks. Twelve minutes after one at five sixty. They're coming in chunks because Yaldi is sitting by. Going to come on at two o'clock. That would certainly make me 
inspire me for a lot of chunks. How about dipping some chunks of great food into some fondue? Mm, what a segue. Mm-hmm. Now, it's you fun. know what I'm talking about because uh, not that many weeks ago, Josh and George were treated to some fantastic chow from the melting pot. Yeah, and Friday, we're too. Fond- huh? And Friday, too. Again? Yeah. Holy moly. Good stuff. Yes, and, you know, back when I started talking about the melting pot years and years ago, it was very, very simple. They didn't have all that many alternatives. They had, you know, like, your dessert fondue and then your beef and chicken, and, and that was pretty much it. Now it's a whole different deal. At the Melting Pot, fondue becomes a memorable four-course dining experience where you can really dip into something different. Just dip it right in there. Enjoy a variety of unique entrees, special Melting Pot dipping sauces. Start your dinner with the Melting Pot's renowned cheese fondue served with three different breads, Granny Smith apples, and crisp veggies. Next to choices, salads, all with the Melting Pot's homemade dressings. Entrees include lobster, filet mignon, shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, portobello mushrooms, duck, and lots more cooked in oil or broth, whatever you like. And those melting pot dipping sauces, absolutely out of this world. And for dessert, oh, God. My, my blood sugar is going up just thinking about it. The chocolate fondue is absolutely to die for. Dip fresh strawberries, bananas, pineapple, cheesecake, brownies, topped off with tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed Oreos and graham crackers. And then they also have the white chocolate, too, I'm sure. The melting pot in Fort Lauderdale, Coral Springs, Boca, North Miami Beach, Cooper City, and Kendall. The melting pot, if you want to, you know, something different, if you're tired of the same old stuff uh, for lunch or dinner, this is the place you're absolutely going to love. The melting pot, dip into something really different. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. My God, your breasts are beautiful. Just two young Duke boys, never meaning no harm. Accused of beating a stripper, got in trouble with the law. Now they wish they weren't born. Watching her curves, high in her hills. Who'll prove they're innocent now? Well, their lawyers probably will. Making their way. Just two young Duke boys from the Duke lacrosse team. Picture got out of hand now all over the land. They got their face on TV. You get a lot of it. The Neil Rogers on Sports Old Radio WQAM. Amazing, she did all that drugs and she's still alive. Good old Grace, she's still as slick as can be, man. Uh huh. She ain't the Good only stuff. one. She's what? She ain't the only one that did a lot of drugs. Did a lot of drugs. Right. Oh, I know. One nineteen at five sixty WQ. I'm speaking a lot of drugs. I'd start doing them right now if you're going to keep the radio on it too. I'd start doing heavy duty. I'd start popping pills like crazy, like Gus on Guiding Light. Boy, that show is really bad these days. Nine hundred and thirty-two votes on the poll. Which of these do you care about the least? NHL playoffs, man, that sucks wind in this crowd. I wonder if they still got any of that uh, hockey on from the uh, playoffs, you think? Or oh, there's the World Cup history. Do you care about that? 
How, how huh? come every time what? I turn it on, they're in a commercial break? You're lucky. What's the guarantee? I'm calling for backup. Back Travelocity, that's kind of a sick ad. 932 votes, NHL playoffs, they care about at least 267. Well, that's because the Panthers aren't in it, for a change. Uh, the Missing Chicken in Aruba, Natalie Holloway, 231. Is she akin to Sterling Holloway? Who? I think Sterling Holloway used to be on uh, Life of Riley with Bill Bendix and Junior, Wes Morgan. The uh, Marlins, 171. Duke Rape Case, 119. 180, whatever it is. That's, uh, I don't know what anybody's name is in that, do you? No. no. Well, no. a lot of those famous lacrosse players, plus oh, the yeah, uh, yeah. strippers. And, oh, and did you see the, did you, oh, did you see the update, this, uh, this other chick, the other stripper who um, emailed, did you see the email that she sent? No. What can I do to make this, she, she had some previous uh, uh, deal going with the, uh, with the law, and so in order to get that, like, dropped, she, she cut a deal with him. So her hmm. testimony is totally bogus. And they found an email she sent. Uh, what, what could I say that would possibly, um, uh, cut, I forget exactly how, I'm just paraphrasing, uh, cut me a better deal. Hmm. Nice. And so then she started shrieking and yelling, about, oh, my God, they're going to go free. And this is, yeah, right. How do you like that, huh? The Marlins, 171, Duke Rape Case, 118, Lion Bitch. The NFL Draft, 88, New Osama Tape, 51, and the price of gas, only 10, because anybody with a brain except for Henry cares about that. Oh, there's Chris Cuthbert again. He's so Canadian, Chris. It's uh, Nashville against San Jose, and uh, the game's long since over. 3 nothing Sharks. 937, I think we got, let's see, 39 minutes. We should be able to do that like falling off a log, shouldn't we? You didn't think we'd do it, did you? No, I didn't. I mean, yes, I did. I mean, I, I, didn't. I think there's a better chance of us getting a thousand votes in San Francisco. Except, care. of course, for line nine. It's the Eddie uh, guy again. QAM. <laughs> no, very bad. Now, sound like you got a mouthful of uh, something Joyce won't let us see on the air. There, there ought to be a seminar. Yeah, you better get with it. No, I just I played that one already. I wanted to play this. Uh oh. I don't think we can say brown Remember that song anymore. by Herman's Hermits? Mrs. Lovely, you got yeah. a brown daughter? This we is kind we of can't play this anymore. Why is that? Brown eyes. Oh, brown eyes. Kind of sounds like something you find in the... Wreck Hey, where did we go? I don't know. That wasn't a talk-up. That was an ass-up. Packed the ass right up into it. Jacinto... Per... Hmm? You know what they have at the uh, Fallsview Casino in Niagara Falls? I give up. They have a candy shop. You know what they make there? They make it right before your eyes. Fudge? That's it. Can't eat it, though, because just looking at it, my blood sugar oh, yeah. goes zooming up there. Fudge is too sweet, anyway. It really is. It's, it's sickeningly sweet. Right. Although I still would like to try some, but I can't do it. Can't do it, Pally. Jacinto Perez was lucky. The bees that furiously swarmed around him as he worked in a Wellington field stung him only a few times and instead zeroed in on the goats and sheep he was frantically uh, trying to help. One goat and a sheep died in the April 14 attack. Three others suffered multiple stings and required medical attention. Now the reason to get out of South Florida before it's too late. Killer bees. <laughs> See, most, most dolphins thought the killer bees was like Baumhauer and um, Betters and um, Bo Camper. And, you know, those are the killer bees. I'm sure Josh remembers that. I do. Do you really? Yeah. By the way, Bo will be on tomorrow, too, before we like him a lot. He's uh, incredibly, terminally boring. Almost certainly, experts say, Perez and the animals were attacked by Africanized honeybees. Oh, man. 
What is that all about? Africanized. Hmm. Sounds like a racial thing to me. The Africanized honeybees, defensive and aggressive, have been in Florida since 2002, entering on cargo ships. They started to spread more quickly last summer, and they are here to stay. They've been found in mailboxes, outdoor equipment, and water meters. While their European honeybee uh, relatives look similar, the Africanized honeybee swarms more often and fiercely defends the hive. Maybe that's what I had on my shoulder. Maybe I had hives. Behind. Oh, I do like chives in my uh, um, in potato, don't you? Sour cream and chives. Uh-huh. Can't eat potatoes. I'm waiting for those uh, really good uh, potatoes to come out with no carbs. That's How right. are you doing with the pasta, by the way? Almost every day. Dreamfield. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Well, what's not to like? It's like a miracle. I had some a couple of days ago. My sugar actually, I guess I ate it at the right time. My sugar went down huh. instead of zooming up like regular pasta would do. But you folks just ignore it because, you know, we're probably getting paid off to talk about it. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the check. Like I do like I do business under Neil Rogers, right? Some of these people out there, I think Eddie's got it right, you know? No, no, seriously, I think, I think Eddie is what South Florida is all about. Africanized bees perceive any disturbance of their nest as a threat. You know, you know what they say about the stirring the hornet's nest. That's what George warned George Bush about, and he wouldn't listen. They never do. So they'll chase any animal or person that disturbs their home for up to a quarter of a mile. Their persistence is legendary, so much so that government brochures with advisories on Africanized honeybees urge people to run with uppercase letters. Run like hell and exclamation points to a safe area. Run like a son of a bitch to a safe place. John Caponera, chairman of the University of Florida's entomology department, said people should assume they're dealing with an Africanized bee if the insect is acting aggressively. So if an Africanized creature chases you, run like a son of a bitch, especially if it's an ATM. That's it. Most times, bees are fairly docile, Caponera said. Africanized bees, if they're disturbed, swarm out in large numbers and attack like hell. Chances are most of them. Chances are... Oh, here's Johnny Mattress, the African queen, speaking of Africanized. Chances are most South Floridians who live in suburban areas aren't going to encounter Africanized bees at this point, Kavanaugh said, but they're spreading. Over time, they'll replace regular bees and will have to be more careful in our outdoor dealings. While the killer bee stories have been over-dramatized, there is cause to be on alert. In the incident on 40th Street near Lake Worth Road, Perez was working on a shelter for the goats and sheep with his boss, who had found an, uh, gone on an errand when the bee attack occurred. On the phone with Perez during the attack, she told uh, Perez to run. He'd already been stung several times, but he ran like a... Like a banshee. Want to hear a little more of this hockey game? Oh, I thought you were going to ask because I wanted to get some more music. The scoring's all over, okay? There's uh, about 8.30, 8.5 minutes left in the third period, and that's the end of the score. I already saw it was boring the first time, and it's a lot more boring the second time. Speaking of that, at 2. This is Neil Rogers. NFL Jack Talk, baby. This is 560 QAM. All the crap you can unwrap, all the slime, all the time. Come on, take the oath, baby, let's hear Condon. No, she can't stonewall any longer. Feel the pressure of Congress getting stronger. Don't you fight, testify, Condoleezza right.
I think it was a. I think the dog done it. 971 votes, man. If you folks keep tapping on it, you're going to wind up with carpal tunnel syndrome, but we will get to our 1,000 votes, in spite of what you said. Told you there's a better chance to get to 1,000 than the phones will be fixed by 2 o'clock. Nice going there, Clarence and Joe and uh, Engineering and everybody else and uh, Bell South, or whatever they're calling themselves this week. 971 votes, and, of course, everybody should have an opinion on that, so I guess that's how many people we got. 972 they're, they're sliding in by the ones now. Speaking of Condoleezza, which is why I played that. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Boy, she's looking skankier than usual lately, man. She mm-hmm. looks bad. She leaked national defense information to a pro-Israel lobbyist in the same manner that landed a lower-level Pentagon official. A 12-year prison sentence, the lobbyist lawyer said Friday. Prosecutors disputed the claim. Right. The allegations against Rice came as a federal judge granted a defense request issued subpoenas sought by the defense for Rice and three other government officials in the trial of Stephen Rosen and Keith Weissman. Rosen and Weissman. Oi! The two are former lobbyists with the American Israel Public Affairs Committee who are charged with receiving and disclosing national defense information. And by the way, all you Israelis and uh, Palestinians kill each other already and get it over with so the rest of us can go on with life. That sound like a plan? Oh, please. That's my roadmap. Defense lawyers are asking a judge to dismiss the charges because, among other things, they believe it seeks to criminalize the type of back-channel exchanges between government officials, lobbyists, and the press that are part and parcel of how Washington works. During Friday's hearing, U.S. District Judge T.S. Ellis III said he's considering dismissing the government's entire case because the law used to prosecute Rosen and Weissman may be unconstitutionally, unconstitutionally vague and broad and infringe on freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, what's that? I remember we used to have that before we got joiced. Yeah, I heard that story. Freedom of speech, yeah. Well, I got a bulletin for all you clowns out there. Okay, here's a little bulletin for you. Invading Iraq is likely to go down as one of the worst U.S. foreign policy blunders ever. Former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright said in an interview. Well, I love that. I love the... Uh-huh. Uh, 
The former top U.S. diplomat told the Times that Iraq's deposed leader Saddam Hussein was horrible, but I didn't think he was an imminent threat to the USA, she said. You can't go to war with everybody you dislike, she continued. Well, why not? I think Iraq may end up being one of the worst disasters in American foreign policy. Albright, who served under Bill Clinton, said U.S. foreign policy mistakes under President George W. Bush have left her feeling sick <laughs> about America's current status in global affairs. She's feeling sick about it, and rightfully so. You go, girl. A lot of the things that we've worked on for eight years have unraveled. It is very hard, she told the Times. What really troubles me is that democracy is getting a bad name because it identified with imposition and occupation, she added. I'm for democracy, but imposing democracy is an oxymoron. People have to choose democracy, and it has to come up from below, just like lunch or breakfast or whatever you're puking up right now, right. thinking about what she's saying or and how accurate it is. The creature from the Black Lagoon. Making you sick. That's right. Coming up from below. I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go out and get me some more movies to watch today. Yeah. Right? You know what I do? What? I know this sounds strange. Well, I'm sure I'm not the only one who does it. Because I don't really know what movies that I haven't seen that I want to see. Right. So I browse around. I got some. There's some great stories here. I, I browse around and I, and I look for something that looks interesting. Right. What's and wrong I, with that? And that's how I picked up both of these. Uh, the Forgotten with Julianne Moore. I love her. She's great. Mm -hmm. She was in Magnolia, by the way. Oh, that's right. Josh liked Magnolia. I forgot. Yeah, it wasn't as good as Crash, but good movie. You know, it's a damn good thing for you that I already checked and seen that check cleared. Uh huh. Oh, you ran to the bank in the middle no, of the that, show. No, that's okay. That, look, listen, to each its own, okay? I'm not trying. I'm not selling. It's just like that pasta. I'm not selling. I'm just telling you I thought it was great. And didn't you both agree with me on that? Yeah. I bet you even Josh is still eating it. Well, well I got a box just to try it, but no, I haven't bought it again. Well, why not? Well, I will next time I go to the store. You, you don't have to. I mean, now, now you can buy a whole I bunch don't. of it. He's not fat yet. With all that discretionary income you got now, you can go out and especially with that great new deal that Joey offered you. Now, let me ask you, didn't you say something about fiber? With it though, right? Yeah, or you I, I noticed bound that. up from it. I noticed that. No, what? No, but that's 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 correct. That's good. Uh, it's high in it's fiber, good. man. Now, you do it just okay, good. listen. Someday when you're on death's door, you're going to say, "Well, I sure wish I would listen to that old fag when he was still alive." He knew. He knew a little. See, my mother. That was her whole preoccupation ever since she was a little girl. She took laxatives every day of her life. Now, luckily, I didn't inherit that problem. In fact, with me, just the opposite. And I guess when you're full of it, it you know slides out easily. Oh, sorry, Joyce. But at any rate, and the other movie, The Forgotten with the Julianne Moore, and the other one was because it was a Coen's brother movie. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I looked at the ca I looked at that there, cast and right? I thought, how could this not be a sensational flick? That's you know, right. Billy That's Bob Thornton, Frances McDormand, who mm -hmm. what's not to like? I mean, right. Fargo, she's so great, and James Gandolfini, who, right. in spite of the fact that I don't watch The Sopranos, I still think he's a damn good actor, and he is. He is. The man who wasn't there. Now, George says it's too slow, and it's in... Otherwise... What? I said, it's a great story, and good acting, and all that. Right. It's just slow. I, I think the theme of this movie is, just, just like in Magnolia, and then like people ask about the frogs, it, it, it's the same thing. Crap happens. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. Kooky. Kooky that, That's all. In other words, uh, he, he, he starts out and gets involved in this plot. And then all of a sudden, all this other stuff starts happening. It becomes, like, out of control, you know? By the way, since you're on the verge of uh, going out and buying some more movies, which is always yes, a good please. idea, why don't you go ahead and watch that one that you got sitting there uh, of Mice What's and that? Men? Nah. Uh, you must be an un-American. It's a great story. Good acting, <laughs> great story. John Malkovich, Gary yeah, Sinise, like, you just saw. Like the Grapes of Wrath? Gary Sinise. That, that would be like my, I also got Schindler's List and uh, Shawshank's. Well, listen, listen, I never saw the, uh, the Grapes of Wrath, so you'll have to tell me about that one. Now, now, what, what, what would I like better, Shawshank or Schindler's List? I'm, I'm asking the wrong person. 
No, it's all. Did you see either one of those? Great. Did you see Schindler's List or Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. And? Um, I think they're both good. Uh, Schindler's List is a very, like, it's more of like a serious Jewish. movie. Yeah. Well, I have news for you. This movie, too, the man who wasn't there is pretty serious, yeah. too. At least it develops into it. Seriously slow. Right. Ah, oh, gee. Listen, watch, I think you should watch Mice both. and Men. That's safe. So I don't, I don't need to go out and buy anything. I, okay. I, can put, I can put my pasta on right at 201. Did you have a problem with Gary Sinise in the uh, Forgotten movie? No, he's very well, good. I never had a problem listen, with it's him. It's him and John Malkovich and, uh, and it's, Leonard it's a very Mal- good story. Leonard Yeah, Leonard. By the way, don't forget the 24th day. I, th- I think you might like it, even though it's uh, the, the whole theme. You know, Even though, of course, the one guy is uh, married or was married and his wife is dead. 991, by the way, we got it licked. Uh... And the other guy is probably too good-looking. You won't be able to handle it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Point. You look at those real hot-looking guys like that. You think, oh, gee, I'm not supposed to know that. Right. I, I was thinking about that at Niagara Falls because there's uh-huh. so many, like I told you, the crowd there is just, it's uh, like a meat market. And I thought to myself, I, I, I don't know why people have to deny that. I mean, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> if, no, listen. Yeah, to we me. talked about it if, while you were going to. If somebody, I don't care what you said. If somebody brings you a beautiful steak on a plate, if you went to Ruth Chris and they brought you out a beautiful steak on a plate, uh-huh. you could be a vegetarian and still think to yourself, man, that, that is the nicest uh, cut of meat I've seen in a long time. Well, no, I'm not a vegetarian, so steak looks good to me. I said you could be. I'm not talking about you per se. Right, well. And you, you better watch yourself because I'm going to report you to Peta. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know all about crap. me. 991. Yeah, you animal killer, you cow killer. If it didn't squeal, it ain't I'm gonna... Now, let me ask you this. Isn't the cow sacred in India? Oh, yeah. Well, so what is it that they eat? What do they smear all that curry on? Each other. No, no, seriously. What do they smear the curry on? A lamb? Is that what they eat? I don't know what the Indians eat. There's a zillion Indian restaurants in Toronto. I got news for you. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't <laughs> go anywhere near with, with your fork. Well, I mean, why don't you just, just go ask them what's on the menu? Ooh, I don't I want to get that close. I get to the door and I smell that curry. Point to something and Kid say, Curry's what's died? By the way, if anybody wonders uh, where Kid Curry went after he left power, I think he's here. This is Neil Rogers. Yeah, that's him. This is 560 QAM. Oh! Jason, you're on QAM. We don't have any National Guardsmen because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not the National Guard. Pardon? Not the National Guard. No National Guard in Iraq? Not, not, there's no National Guard, uh, no. Absolutely. Anytime they see that we're lacking in the poor. They provide a headline that will lead you by the nose. You say, they said, he's the one to get. Now they have only one. They don't have no worry about the dog. We got them. Now we're all pumping and saying, you got us. We won't attack us no more. You got us. Praise the Lord Jesus. Absolutely. Who say 9-11 is what they got you to believe? Can't get any dumber than a one-party country. 
Josh remembers that line, You Are What You Are from Godfather 3, when Michael said to Vincent, You Are What You Are. That's right. Remember that? I do. See, there are a lot of memorable lines in that movie, in spite of the fact that George poo poos it. Don't you poo poo it? Caca. All yeah, the time. Yeah, nine votes. We got it licked. Like I told you, no sweat. Just relax, everybody. <sighs> Exhale. Don't inhale. They'll come and get your ass. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments Wednesday in a Florida case that death penalty opponents hope will lead to sweeping changes in the way more than 30 states About 30, man. execute condemned killers. Convicted cop killer Clarence Hill, who in January was strapped to a gurney awaiting execution by lethal injection when a word arrived of a stay, is convinced the method Florida uses to put convicted killers to death can cause excruciating pain. And he wants to call witnesses to testify. They had him strapped to the gurney, and the phone rang. And he said, oh, you know, it's a damn good thing they didn't have our phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Never would have rang. That's right. Never, well, he would have got this call on line nine, though. Hi, Neil. Neil? Yes. This is Eddie Bobliki Bobliki. That's the call he would have got. Such te- I'm telling you, that's the only one we can get is the Eddie guy. It's the only flying in. You know, very seriously, this radio station, and I use the term loosely, I've been in this business since I was 17 years old, okay? That's 46 long freaking years. It's a crap business, but I, I have never, even at WCGR in Canandaigua, New York, I've never worked in such a bogus joint as this one. And you, you know about a bogus joint. It's usually oregano. That's right. But now, but seriously, what what kind of a horseball place? And this guy's talking to Norma Kidd about extending my contract. You must be doing talk about drugs, man. I, you guys are missing out on the good stuff. You ought to get into some of their meetings and find out what those guys are smoking. They have to be crazy people. Every single day is like a challenge. How many roadblocks can we throw in your way? How many pieces of equipment won't work that day? How many times can we put Geldy on here so I can infuriate and exasperate anybody who believes in putting somebody on here? By the way, Geldy's sitting by. He'll be along at two. It's just unbelievable. Every possible thing they can do to screw it up. 
And in the meantime, you know, all the all the major uh, egg crack problems from Greg Reed screwing all them, they they can't piece they can't piece together one of them. And then the, like the big mystery here, Evan Cohen was on yesterday from nine to eleven in the morning. What does that mean? You know, I, you know, I, I really blew it because when the lady called, I should have said, well, was he any good? You know, was he good on the year? Did he do a good show? You know, was he talking about? Did he, did he sound like a, a broadcaster? Did he sound like uh, Wendy Martez? You know, or like another uh, squeakmeister? What what was the story? It's the truth. Because <laughs> I got news for you, Clara Bell, man. You you aren't even coming close to the radio industry, okay? You're not even within a million. Even a Chinese laundry would be embarrassed on what goes on in this world. God, I'm going home. The Godfather's on right now. On what? On AMC. I don't have no AMC. I got Electra. They're at the uh, they're at the restaurant. They're at Louis. Oh yeah, I got without a cattle. I got Silent Partner. There goes Michael. He's going to the I got the, the Merchant bathroom. of Venice. The Black Cat. Go ahead and laugh. Yeah. Les Girls. Yes. Yeah. Les Boys. Here's Tempest. Tempest in the Peapod. It's one of my favorites. I wonder if Tempest Storm was in that one. Poltergeist, the, the uh, Legacy. I would never got into that Poltergeist crap, you know? I like those kind of movies, but not that particular one. Oh, a few good men. But they're in commercial now. It's not one of those that's got... I hate those. Out of sight on IFC. Oh, here you go. For the Beasleys. Huh? John Boyd. Oh. Drew. Huh? You have a little uh, kid accident. Oh, I see. Yeah. John Boyd's battling the uh, pool of oxygen we're trying to like, dig him up. Well, here comes Michael back to the table. I wonder Remember what he's going to say. him in a canoe with his like, uh, arm behind oh, his yeah. head all kind of like turned around? I'll twist it up. Poor yeah. Ronnie Cobb. very important. That'll, that'll teach him for that bad acting on uh, Apple's Way. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. It's day! Oh, oh. In Miami town. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toasting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned all of being complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. 
Absolutely. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide. Table talkers all are saying. Blind obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Without a provoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed. With no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed pits. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Abu 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 Use you to the torture, cause we're just playing their game. Oh. In the past, it had to be worse with Saddam Hussein. 